How many stories have seen ATL school of niggas legit following the their road rage person miles type of shit? Bro, there was um no <coughs> why did you mention that? There was a story I heard it on the radio this morning. Mm. Um Buck, how did it go? It was like So okay, so well, first off, dude died. I remember that. But it was like so they had got into an initial road rage incident. And then he had followed them to their house, like all like 15 miles to their crib. Mm. And then, 15 miles, goddamn! Imagine just for getting cut off. So then, um, so then, buddy runs in his like buddy runs in the house. Dude hops out the car, runs up on him again, and you know it's nigga, this is my house. You've already followed me 15 miles. What else could you possibly want from me right now? See, so, and that's where you fucked up, though. If you're getting followed, you never drive back home. Oh, no. Buddy who got home lived. Mm. Oh, the buddy who followed. Buddy who got home lived. Bet. Yeah. It was uh, it was, it was was the, the angry motherfucker that ended up in the dirt. But, I mean, like, it's just... I don't see the point in... I, I mean, I do have road rage, first and fucking foremost. I'm not even gonna lie. But has it ever been that bad? To the point where I'm gonna follow somebody for miles? Fuck no. What's the worst it's been for you though? I have shit to do. What's what's your worst road rage? Like you actually followed somebody before, or you just really just honk and flick off? That's my worst. My worst would be I will actually speed up and be like Batumbo, no, 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 or to flick off and just drive off. Yeah, like I'll pull, I'll definitely pull up to your window for sure. I'll definitely pull up to your window. Like, matter of fact, shit, I can't even lie. Yesterday I was on the road. I was on 75 going down, and this fucking car on my right, I guess, didn't look, didn't care. He literally just starts merging. Like, as I'm sitting next to him, mind you, it's an SUV. You see this white SUV in broad daylight. Yeah. You feel me? Can't miss. It's really hard to miss if you even glance my way. <laughs> so, I'm literally, I'm in the left lane. I, bro, I literally had to swerve into the shoulder because he was literally like inches away from my mirror. By the time I looked over, I was like, yo, what the fuck is he doing? Mm. Bro, I was so hot. I ain't gonna lie, I was hot. I ain't gonna lie, I was hot. I was Dude. so hot. I just put up to this nigga window and I wrote my shit down. I was like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? He was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I just was like, all right, fuck nigga, not your fault. That's, that's like, that's the most you get out of me though. That's what I thought. Any, anything more than that is just kind of like, <coughs> for what? What was the purpose? Like, it can go one of two ways. You go to jail, they go to jail, or either one of y'all die. Three ways, my bad. Can't, nigga can't count. But you feel me? And it's just kind of like, especially in Atlanta, bro. Damn now it's now we basically live in Texas. Anybody can anybody can carry that shit whenever and wherever they want, which is actually needed in Atlanta, though. I feel like the more guns you have out here, the less likely niggas will be like, "Fuck, fuck shit." Because if you really want to die, bro, you don't know who's strapped up here, bro. Like, I mean, please pop off in front of somebody, bro. And I mean, you'll see what happens. Even that, you're gonna get your ass. I'm, I'm halfway on that. I'm halfway. I'm halfway with you. So. Halfway, because if of course we do live in the South, mm-hmm. so actual gun reform in any real way, shape, or fashion is going to be met with a whole bunch of bullshit. True. First and foremost. True. But I'm like, if it never got this bad in the first place, everybody wouldn't have to feel the need to walk around like a cowboy. But what ch- what triggered this change? I remember that was mad peaceful. Like, you, of course, there were gangs here, but you, you had to go to a bank head to see it. Right, 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 right. You had to go places to find, like, okay. I mean, but uh, 
like the trouble. I want to. I want to say. I want to say. I want to say. When everybody, when it, when Atlanta became the the destination move to spot, that's really when shit shook different in the city. Was that pre-pandemic or during pandemic? Way pre-pandemic. I want to say like around the time KSU started buzzing. So I'd say when was I in college? 2017, 2016-ish. Around there when like everybody was like, okay, Atlanta is such a great place to be. It's so fun. I want to move to Atlanta. I want to move to Atlanta. And then people started doing it. It was still cheap back then. Shit was still popping. Like everybody was having fun without going out, getting their cars broken into and all that extra shit. But we didn't have niggas doing fucking street car races in the middle of the night. In the middle of the fucking intersection, every fucking where. Yeah, donuts and shit. Just for no reason. You feel me? And that I, wasn't a thing. I like to really turn to Gotham on the lowest of keys. Gotham is perfect. Gotham is fucking perfect. We just need a Batman. But you don't know who the Batman is, love, in this case. We ain't got one at all. Shit. Ain't nobody helping. Shit, true. <laughs> like, not even on the Bruce Wayne front. Not shit. even on the Bruce Wayne front, bro. At sure. least... At least Batman... I mean, I, I got feelings about Batman, but I'll save that for later, because... We can talk about comics, you just, bro. You just going around beating up mentally ill niggas. And let, let him go on purpose, because like, I, I want to beat your ass again. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> like him and Joker were best friends. That's what I'm saying. Like, Talks And on top friends. of that, bro, you are... You own the city, my boy. If you wanted to change shit, you have the money and the power to do so. But you saw the last movie, though? The Muslim, which one came out with uh, Rob Patterson? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't seen it. You gotta see it, bro. But basically, without telling anything, like, there's, mo- there's mob ties involved in the movie, though. So I feel like that would be, like, the, the limit of stopping everything. It's that, damn, like, even though you're Bruce Wayne, damn, the, the mob is involved in your shit. I won't tell you how, but just know that there is a mob in it. That's true. Okay. So now that you have the mob in it, it's kind of like... What can you do? Because the mob says do this. Are you gonna put the button back or you know? Okay. Alright. Hence ah. Mr. Penguin. I'll try it out. I'll try it out. I'll try it out. I'll try it out. But like You had to watch it, bro. <sighs> we had to. I'm not even a DC fan, but this is actually the, the best one since Dark Knight in terms of Batman movies. Since Dark Knight. Oh. Since Dark Knight. Oh. After Dark Knight. Oh. Not Dark Knight. Easy kid, easy. You saw, you yeah, saw, I, saw, I, saw. I was about to say that is the easy. wildest shit I've ever heard in my life. Blunt is pulling, but not yet, not like that. Okay, <laughs> I mean, but if you, I mean, in, in my opinion, if you put it up there though, like that's that's high it's better, it's better, Like that's high It's better than Ben Affleck Batman's. That's not really saying much because they were garbage. I mean, the other like Batman's they were there after after uh, fucking Christian Bale. Like Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, so. Yeah, Chris Bellman, Affleck, Robert Patterson. I know they had like the Adam older West. ones. Like, Adam West. I'm not talking about those niggas. I could have sworn there was one Batman before Christian Bale, though. No, there wasn't sure. Like, like I feel like they released it a, a movie. It was that in the 90s. might have been Ben Affleck, though. Again? Maybe. I didn't like it the first time. Yeah. I could be wrong, though. Yeah. Batman was always just a rich, just a rich crybaby dude, bro. I ain't yeah, sure. Like, I saw a TikTok about this Batman. The apparently was a pre-sequel novel about it. And okay. the, the novel basically is just the background of Bruce Wayne, how he became Batman to this movie. Right. So basically this nigga was like a rich kid who was bored as fuck. Like he had everything he wanted. <laughs> he, literally, he went to college multiple times. And he dropped out each semester, one semester. So he would go to college and then drop out. Yeah, the next semester. The next semester, yeah, kid Bruce Wayne. I want, like, one time I would be a microbiologist. Eh, you know, work out. All the <laughs> physicists. Eh, you know, that's what he was doing. 
Okay, so he's pretty much like an old person that goes to work after retirement because they ain't got nothing to do. But in the young body. So imagine, imagine our teenage, imagine going to high school to college, or our, our peak 20s, he's like, you're just exploring life, but he's like, I don't like any of this shit. And but then, then, he develop, then he develops a love for racing and cars and shit. Okay. So that's what he really found his passion was, and then he went back home eventually, long story short, and realized that his heart belongs to Gotham, and then he just started to chill there. And then he became the Batman after a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. But he did he even did martial arts training while I was in a way like study abroad. Imagine like studying abroad on steroids. Like you do got all the money, all the connections. The rich nigga, yes, all the, the rich, rich nigga bro okay. study abroad. I fucks with that though. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds kinda cool. I, I, I that's that's a better origin story than parents die, butler raises him, nigga gets raised by the shadow of assassins. You feel me? <laughs> like just kinda like where the who the, how the, where the fuck did this come from type shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright, okay, so out of 10, out of 10, where you put it? Like, <coughs> it's, a, it's a solid 8. Okay, that's good. <coughs> solid 8. Um, the, hype was try, the hype was definitely trying to make it to a 9 or a 10. But uh, once the two weeks passed away and you really watched it again, you really realized, okay, this is like a good movie, but it could be better. But pretty solid. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. I, I'll take pretty solid. It's better than the Justice League movies. Way better than Men of Steel, the whole Superman arc strats. Like this is actually like. I, but I like Man of Steel though. I like Man of Steel as a pure action film with no real correlation to anything else. As a pure action film, I liked it. I did. Okay. The CGI was great, and like the action sequences were fantastic. Like my nigga was in here like, bitch. That nigga said, ah, get off. It was over. Well, whatever his name, Zod or whatever. Lean yeah, yeah. shit, that shit was fine to me. But granted, I haven't seen it in like five years, so I have to watch it. It's on HBO Max though. So I'm, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch that later for sure. Let's see what happens, bro. I fucking love HBO Max. Yeah, it has a great movie selection. I just wish Apple's better. Apple's interface is fucking me up. It looks so remedial compared to other apps, and it crashes so often. Yes, that's like that's my main thing. Like. When Hulu or Netflix crash, that's like, nigga, what the fuck is going on? When HBO Max crashes, it's kind of like, eh, I guess I'll watch something else. Yeah. You feel me? Like, it's kind of just expected, and I, I want that to be better. Because their collection is fucking amazing. Like, you got the boondocks on here, cuz. On what, Apple? On HBO Max. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you have South Park, you have Damn Near, I think you have the regular show, Rick and Morty. So, yeah. Like, most of Cartoon Network's, like, Discography in there. Like, all the, all the great <laughs> shows that you can really see. Eddie and Eddie's on there, bro. Yes. Yes, bro. I get high at night and watch, like, my 90s TVs and be like, wow. Eddie and Eddie's on HBO yes. Max. Yes, son You're of a shit. shepherd wall. Yes. All right. <laughs> Embarrassing story. So I'm telling it right here. The only person that knows this is my mother and the people that signed the petition with me. So, you know that... You know that uh, every all the shows on Cartoon Network have, you know, they have their running times. Like after a certain amount of time, no matter how popular it is, like it'll get canceled and it'll die, right? You know, um, like even like for Disney Channel, the show that broke that mold for Disney was that so Yeah, I'm like because I think they had, I think it was like I don't remember the exact number. We want to say it was like a hundred something episodes or like eighty something episodes, and then the show would be done after that. Like that was their running times up until. That's how Raven was supposed to stop, and it was like a fucking uproar about it. Global, like, hit. Yeah, and First then, superstar, so. and then a- after that, everybody, like, you know, however popular the show is, that's how long it'll run. Like, 
that's that's when that shit. That's how the numbers tells us it's falling off. Exactly. Mm. What the fuck was I talking about? That's alright. Before that. And then, then. Yes. Yeah. So, the middle school. Mm-hmm. That 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 he was going off the air. I heard. It hurt so bad. Because that was my that was probably my favorite project. Like, it was so out of the box and just so stupid. It just made me laugh. Because like, why is a piece of candy? Twice the size of your jawbreaker, yeah. You feel me? And then wider tongue, all different colors, but pink. You feel me? <laughs> Everyone. Like, niggas get slapped with fishes and shit. Like, Where are your parents? Legit, <laughs> <laughs> where is an adult? Niggas <laughs> eating whole mattresses with no supervision, bro. Like, just solo dolo, just throwing mattresses. But shit the contraptions they were building, though, to make these scant, the finesses. You feel me? Were impressive. Shit, it wasn't Phineas and Ferb, but it was like ghetto. Shit like ghetto, like it was a prototype, <laughs> like the ghetto version. Like if you, if you take, like they really took wood panels and built like a ramp out of wood and stuff. And it would be like ladders and shit. Ladders, like, shopping If you ever seen a crackhead build something, that's what it looked like. Facts. That's you feel me? That's, that's exactly. What, and it was like this shit worked though. For fifty cents or a nickel. Fifty cents, for and that's four. all. That's all niggas needed to get this fucking candy that they were risking their lives for every fucking day. And they're dying. Niggas dude. was dying. Getting sexually assaulted by three blue bitches. Oh, no, that was crowd by the, by the, That was crowd That was wow. But yeah, but. Ooh, that was rough. Dragging him, dragging him through the trailer every time. Like, bro, when that shit went off the air, I was so hurt. My mom was like, yeah, they canceled me. Nigga, I went to school and I made a petition. And I wrote, <laughs> I wrote this bitch up. Made a petition and brought it, brought it to school, bro. I only got like 50 signatures. That's a lot. That's a that lot. was that was the whole grade, nigga. That was the whole grade. So I was like, all right, I'm doing something. And then like nobody else gave a fuck. So like that's kind of where the trail stopped. So I was like, fuck it, I got this, nigga. I started, <laughs> I started writing names: Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> George Bush. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Z and Beyonce. No. Just any name I could think of, bro. I got the list to 108, and I was so fucking proud of myself. I was like, this has to happen. You feel me? I was like, you got 50 kids and 50 of the most well-known niggas on earth. Leverage. Something is going (laughs) to shake. You feel me? But no. Niggas read everything like a damn nigga serious. This nigga for real, for real. Like, all right. They brought this nigga back from the dead for this. All right, cool. Man. What was your top uh, episode or moment at an edit, if you remember? Off the top of my head, bro. Off the top of my head, I'd have to say when Ralph was fucking up Eddie with that fish, the duel that they was having and over the, the sky river. went dark and yes. shit. Oh my god, bro. I thought he was about to die. To make it stop. To say sorry. Bro, he <laughs> was just ma, ma, ma. And I was like, Eddie, no. Wow. Eddie, no. The first episode that I think of when I think of Eddie, Eddie is out. Because it was just like, yo, this nigga's really getting waxed with a fish. So I'm not a shepherd. What was the setup? Wasn't the setup because they tried to make Walsh like a uh, native home in the cul-de-sac? Yes. And they did like different shit like a goat farm. He just took his goat and was standing there and then... I think he, I think Eddie made an insult or something about his culture. Yeah, like, he said something like, about his homeland or something like that. He was like, "What did you say, Ed boy?" 
he jacked that nigga. They had all pads and everything. That nigga was rocked, bro. Yo. I think my favorite moment was the episode where I think every nigga had a dream or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot who dream it was, but someone had a dream of having all the world's jawbreakers. It was like Tokyo. Right, they were Georgia, organized like, and shit. Different colors, like yeah, a big yeah, bowl. Yeah. And I was like, yo, like, as a kid, I, I just caught my attention, yo, that's a lot of jawbreakers in different places. A lot of I was like, I didn't realize that, yo, I didn't know Japanese people had jawbreakers. They got these bitches in Tokyo? Yeah. Nice. So like, every time the episode came on, I would legit, like, we didn't have DVR back then. So right. I would legit have to remember. Timo wasn't even thinking. Exactly. Right. So I had to just watch and, like, scan quick to see the cities and remember, like, oh, wow, Cambodia, that's a new one. You know, Thailand, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this? You know, because we were like, what, 8, 12 yeah, watching this? Young, bro, young. And it was like, good times. It gave you, <laughs> on some fake deep shit, it gave you real world problems how to deal with it, how to hustle, how to fuck up your hustle, what happens when you fuck up your hustle, what happens if you don't pay respect. Niggas was getting waxed. Good yeah. word. The like, rise and fall of a business. No matter, no matter what the fuck you wanted to do, you can figure it the fuck out. Man. That's wild. No, very odd parents on Netflix. Word. Is it the new version or the old version? First version. I'll check that. Oh, top three cartoons. All time. SpongeBob, number one. Okay. Off the rip. Okay. Wow. Immediate. Don't hesitate. Immediately. immediately. Okay. That, that's, a, that's a cultural change in generational like, cartoon. I can, I can give you that. There's I a need for every situation. There's there Twitter, there was a spoke about me per month. That went trending. That's true. That's crazy, That's bro. That's true. And like, even, even if you can take it so far out of context, like it always, it always applies to whatever you have. Like it can be funny, it can be sad, it can be anywhere. Like I know somebody, somebody who I know is just very sad. They have like 400 pony SpongeBob movies. It's the, it's the saddest thing on earth, bro. It's the saddest thing on earth. <laughs> oh my God. It's, the fucking, it's the saddest thing on earth. Wow. Wow. It's so sad. Wow. But they got them off from Twitter. So it was just like... That's a lot. I mean, you're on Twitter a lot, though. Yeah, I yeah, mean, bro, I've been on Twitter since 2011. Yeah, junior high school. So... No. That's 2012 for me. 2009. Damn, you were in the OG era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've had my shit. These people, Gen Z would never understand what Twitter looks like, bro. They would never understand what Instagram looks like. What's the brown app? Like, bro, you would never understand what we went through, bro. We were the guinea pigs for all this shit. Like, the avatar <laughs> is a bird now. It was a home before. That's it. Like, <laughs> you couldn't put a video. You put a picture. There was no videos. There was no gifts. Like, 30 characters max. 50. And whenever you <laughs> tweeted somebody, or whatever you post tweeted somebody's shit, it was just... Your version, it just had that shit in semicolons. And they and wouldn't edit their tweet. Exactly. exactly. And then you'd be like, yo. You can make niggas say cats. you be like, what? <laughs> I was talking about my grades. <laughs> and don't don't let that fucking retweet go viral. Now niggas are making now niggas, now niggas are on you for days because now they know that it looks exactly like your shit. So it's like, hey. You're like, wait, guys, it's not me. It's not me. I know it's too late. Nah, it's too late, bro. You catch it for the next two days because of this shit. And you could really, the jokes were so... They were a lot darker. I ain't gonna hold you. Like we, we used to say whatever the fuck we wanted. Yeah, bro. Like dark web. It was it dark was web bad. Twitter. Definitely dark bad. web. Oh my god, it was bad. It was fun though. Was you know how many people still got me blocked, nigga? A lot. A lot. A lot. Even celebrities were blocking niggas. Celeb. I. 
Kevin Shaw has me blocked. Jasmine Vegas has me blocked. Peter has me blocked. <laughs> nigga, I, nigga, there are so many fucking celebrities. I was, a, I was a terrorist. I just like, if like somebody said posted some dumb shit, like I had all the time in the world. Nigga, I was in high school. Here's a fuck. I ain't doing nothing. By the time I'm done my homework, I'm playing Call of Duty, I'm talking shit on Twitter. Oh, if I'm doing know. something else outside, like playing sports when I come home, cool, whatever, whatever. But if I'm in the bed, I'm talking shit. Nice. I'm talking shit. Or for hours. I said, Kenny Show got a doctor for me, and she has blocked me ever since. Ever since. Jesus. That was a long time ago. But speaking of the top three cartoons, number one is SpongeBob. Okay. Number two is Jimmy Neutron. Oh, okay. And number three Sorry. is Codename Connect Door. Final answer. All, all because they really do like grab onto or each episode is a, is a like you remember each episode damn near. Yeah, like it's if, very hard if, to get. If you see. if you catch a glimpse of an episode or a certain memory of an episode, then you can remember the whole thing. Exactly. Like, you can run it back in your own. Man, okay. I want to say my top three. It's tough. Top three SpongeBob for sure. Because right. that's something that you can literally even as an adult you can go back and watch. And you realize, like, they made it for the kids and the parents watching. And they did it so flawlessly. Like, you can still laugh at the same joke, but understand it in a completely different context. 20 years later. 20 years later, it's still fucking hilarious. Um, so, I'd say Codename Kids Next Door. Because that's probably, that's probably the one that I spent the second most time watching. And that's probably one of the few ones that I've gone back and watched a couple times in the dog Especially when they had that Cartoon Network website game. Yeah. Oh. Cartoon Network straight to connect. Bro, there was so much. They, they don't know about the web games, bro. bro. they used to update it every couple months. You get new games. Billy and Mandy. Honorable mention is Billy and Mandy, though. That shit is meant for adults, too. That's like pre Family Guy funny. Like, them niggas were killing it. I watched it because HBO Max, too. Watch a couple episodes, hide my girl, bro. Dying. Yo, you just fucked I stay in my childhood, bro. Like, you wanna talk about 90s babies? Like, I am the personification of that, bro. Like, that was an era. There are 2000s cartoons. You cannot touch me about that, bro. How people geek about anime, that's how I geek about this type of show like this, bro. Bro, okay, so you just, you just reminded me Yes. That's a lot of TV. There's like, a lot of cartoons that we watch, and they were all so great in so different ways. Okay. Alright, so yeah, so SpongeBob, Cutting Kids' Door, and at number three. At number three, I'm going to cheat and I'm going to give myself a tie, like a, a slash between. Alright. I'm going to say Billy and Mandy and Ed Ed Ned. That's a tough, tough list. Because Billy and Mandy, nigga? Yo! When Billy got funnier, yo. after season one, two, whatever, I was like, yo, these niggas are funny. These niggas were hilarious. Irwin, bro. Bro, bro. The Jamaican uh, Death The Jamaican Death Jamaican Death Reaper, bro? Mmm. Wow. This nigga had a son that was a spider. Yeah. Bro, when the spider came into the side, bro. <laughs> what was that court episode? Basically, he was asking, why won't you love me, dad? Oh my god, bro. Oh my god. Yo, that nigga was pure comedy. Wow. Mm, honorable mention for me. Mm. Father's Home for Imaginary Friends. I thought about that too. 
Foster's got funnier and Blue got funnier too. Yeah, when cheese came in. Oh, wow. Oh, I like cheese. Bro, <laughs> I like chocolate milk, bro. Nigga would say that and just run off. Somehow fuck up everybody's plans in the meantime. Oh. Good times. What's the one? Picky in the Brain was good. Rocket Power. Um, Get your Hey Arnold's. Hey, oh, hey Arnold. Cat Dog. Cow and Chicken. Yeah, I thought about that too. Pop Up Girls, Dexter's Laboratory. Dex Dexter's a tough mission. Dexter's is definitely a tough mission, mm -hmm. bro. Like, mm -hmm. Man Dark, There was you have a chip that goes so to a superhero bro. behind the scenes, like bro. the original Perry the Platypus type shit. Bro, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Looney Tunes. Straight smoke. No voices needed, and we all still decided to watch every episode of that. Every single And they had a episode. lot of episodes. I want to say, they ran for a long time, though. Mm -hmm. And then they ended it in the saddest fucking way possible. You, didn't, you never seen that? Bro. They both sat on the tracks and got ran over by a train. Like, they committed suicide together. That's dark. It was so sad, bro. It was like, Tom had got his heart broken by some bitch, and he was, like, drinking shit. And then he had, like, was on the tracks and shit, and then Jerry was with him. And then, like, Jerry was like, well, I think I guess here we are. And then, boom. Well, of course, they ain't show it back in the day, but yeah. it was... That's it sad. Was so sad, bro. Fuck. <laughs> it was so, so sad, bro. All right, writers, say less. <laughs> you feel me? Like, it was... And the only reason I remember that, because I actually saw that episode, like, a couple weeks ago. Because yeah. I was like, I just saw it turn on Tom and Jerry, and I was like, why would y'all play this Episode out of anything, y'all couldn't let this nigga get hit by a piano. You think that show would be canceled? That show would be canceled, something like that. I don't even think you can because I mean, the whole fucking show was about running niggas over with True. pianos, smacking niggas with traps, burning niggas from the tail. Thanks. Like, it was skinning them. <laughs> Dogs, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of bullshit. He was fucking the spike for no reason. Alright, so I got, I do got one article I do want to get into real quick. Let's just do it. So, first article is going to be <clears throat> about Biden and his plan to sign a police reform executive order. Okay. Um, supposed to come on the day of George, two years after George Floyd's death. You know, entirely too late, but, you know, we moved. Uh, so, article reads. President Biden is expected to sign an executive order to reform federal policy uh, on Wednesday, two years after the death of George Floyd. Mm -hmm. The executive order will direct all federal agencies to revise their use of their use of force policies and create a database of officers fired for misconduct, among other initiatives. Uh, the White House and the Justice Department have been working on the directive since last year, when a similar police reform effort failed in the Senate. Uh, officials believe the order, which will be more limited in scope than the senator's plan, will be, uh, will, be sat will satisfy both activists and law enforcement, even if neither side is entirely pleased. Uh, let's see. People, senator Cory Broker, who helped lead the Senate effort, is calling a very strong order. Let's try to, I'm, I'm gonna try to find something. Yeah, but where, where's the, yeah, where's the meat? Pause, right. but like, I need, <laughs> I need to find like actual details because I don't need a, okay, a police reform. I will tell them they need to do 
That's, that's sound like a bunch of hoopla right now. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm Senator Chris Murphy went to the Senate forum on Tuesday following the mass shooting. It's a whole different article. That's it. That's that's the whole article. <sighs> so once again, Biden has not done anything. That's it. It Work. literally stops at They think it's a strong order. What the fuck? This is not a political podcast, but where is Kamala Harris? Have you seen her recently? I have no idea what I you're doing. I have not seen her in forever, well, boy. Ever since we did it, Joe, where have you been? <laughs> so <laughs> in the president of the United States. I just can't wait for this election to happen, bro, because we need a reset. Hopefully, I don't know who's gonna be the president, but clearly Biden has. The, has what, what has he done? I honestly, bro, like I can't I tell. The first, the only thing I can remember him doing was. The initial, like, first couple weeks he reversed some policies that Trump had got rid of or some shit. Mm -hmm. And then, ever since then, it's just kind of been a waiting game. What are you going to do about the pandemic? Absolutely nothing. Are you going to help out anybody who hasn't had a job? No. Are you going to do anything about police reform or a lynching bill? No. You'll sign an Asian hate bill within days. No hesitation. Within days. No hesitation. You know what I mean? So it's just like now the economy is even worse than what it was. Granted, everybody is still kind of trying to trying to make some shit shake right now. It's 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 bad. Gas is five dollars a gallon, four or five dollars a gallon, depending on what you use. Everything in the store costs. Ridiculous amounts of money for no reason. No more baby formula, apparently. No more fucking baby formula. They said they're not even starting up production until like June 6th, but it takes six weeks to make that baby formula. So that's another month and a half. Like, it's. It's nasty out here. It's bad out here, bro. And now we got babies dying in schools. Like, babies again, bro. This is like Sandy Hook, part two. And it breaks my heart because it's like you would think. After after Sandy Hook of anything, like, granted, we have by far the most school shootings or mass shootings in the world. Like, by like, by, by, by a fucking vibe. But it's like, you would think after somebody walk in the crib or walk in the school with babies and just shoot babies and teachers and babies, you would think after that, okay, maybe we should actually fucking do something. But no. Y'all just say, okay, we'll be fine. You know, I offer my condolences. And then after that, it just becomes, uh, oh, okay, somebody else, another school shooting, Mm -hmm. another another mass shooting. Mm -hmm. Orlando, like El Paso, like there's just you name a state that had one essentially. It's it's every day, Mm -hmm. like to the point where we don't even hear about them. Like I want to say, I I can Google it right now. How many mass shootings at? America's had, bro, and it's like, why? Like, ain't shit being done. So now, comes today, you got 18 kids dead and one or two teachers. And, bro, apparently, um, he should not be named, shot uh, his grandmother, too, as well. Really? Mm-hmm. This Caucasian gone wild, for real. So, yeah. So thoughts and prayers for the family community involved. Um, it's a shame that we got to a point where we almost feel like we're numbing ourselves to these news. Like, 
I didn't have the I I, have, I don't have the guts to even go on Twitter anymore when this happens. Once I hear it, I really can't touch it I'm no more. Done for the day. Because sure. it's gonna be the same reaction. Oh my god! And then you're gonna have the social media activists come out of nowhere saying, "See, this is why we need reform X, Y, and Z." But yo, we are grieving right now as a community. Like, kids should not be passing away. Like, elderly people should be able to go to the fucking grocery store. Come on. Like, you got kids that are making full blown manifestos about how they're going to come into a black neighborhood and just murder anybody that they see. And this is this is the least of your worries, bro. Like, that's... And they're encouraging other people to join the way. This is also, also like, regular shit. You know? No, like, bro, like, I, I, saw a, I saw a fucking documentary last year mm-hmm. about, like, they're genuinely canvassing across the country about a race war. Like, going, like, door knocking, door to door, like... Surprise. Hey, do you wanna? Hey, do you wanna join or have you thought about defending, uh, arming yourself or that? I'm like the militias out here, you know. You feel me? And I'm like, yo, they're like genuine terror cells yep. that are in this country, all over the country. Like, not even, not even. Oh, okay, like a little bit of niggas causing mayhem every here and there. It's like genuine terror cells with armed to the teeth, and everybody's just like, ah, they're looking at the niggas. They'll be fine. And already got the money still, you know. But uh, it's, I think it's just calmer for our nation, though, because we are notoriously known of being terrorists in other countries. So yeah. domestic terrorism sounds like it's a good get back, exactly. unfortunately. That's why I really tell all my brothers, my sisters, people that I love, like, yo, be safe. Not like goodbye, but really like stay safe. Stay you safe. really know what's going to happen. So someone got shut up and fucking their child. Yeah. Come on, bro. You can't yeah. eat no more. Like, <laughs> and that's supposed to be a nice on a Brazilian steakhouse. You like, <laughs> you yo, I finally got shorty out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We about to get a little bit of steak and hopefully get back in and get some yak and yak, yeah, you feel me? Some yeah, yeah, but no. Mm-hmm. Now Shut you up. got shots busting over your, now you got shots busting over your ribeye. Now you pissed. And now no one's going to eat there as much. And that's like, matter of fact, that's all the bucket. Yeah, Buckhead's That's gonna be a ghost all town. the Buckhead. Like, it's bad. Buckhead could pop off any day. That's how, like, much energy there is over there. Straight up. Mm-hmm. I never used to go there for the dive bars and, like, you need to have a good time. Yeah. Go to Domino's across the street. Go have home. A, have Uber's a nice little time. You can, you can Uber there. You can Uber home. Back when Uber was, like, 25 bucks, you know? <laughs> Shit <laughs> was nice. 17, maybe. Shit was On nice. a Thursday night, if you're Shit lucky. Shit was nice. <laughs> you get out there. And it wasn't, you know, hour wait for them bitches. You know, 30 minute wait. You like, I bet I'll be there five, hop in. 17 minutes, y'all pull up to, y'all pull up to the crib or to the Waffle House, depending mm-hmm. on how you feeling. Boom, get in, get the fuck home. But now it's, is my car going to get broken into? Am I going to get robbed? Yep. Or am I going to get shot at? Yep. Because any of the three can happen anyway. <laughs> and that is why my head is on a swivel every time I step out the house. Literally, right. look for the exits. See who's trying to eye me down, whatever. Like it just it just be some simple shit. Like body language is so important nowadays to read. Yeah, bro, so like it's it's real important. Like, and knowing when to leave a place is so much. Like once I know my vibe is changing, all right, I don't have to stay here no more. And you know what's crazy? It's real easy to see the energy change. Mm-hmm. And when you like, you know, you enjoying your time and you start seeing this and that, and you like, you read the room a little bit. It's like, ah, let's get the fuck up out of here. Like, and then boom, you see on ATL Scoop or ATL Uncensored. Mm-hmm. That bitch got shot up. I was just there. 
like two days ago. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I knew I should have. I knew staying my ass in the house today was a good idea. Like, honestly, bro, it's actually... It's actually safer, a lot safer now to go to Edgewood to Buckhead. Which is, which is something I would not have been able to say five years ago. Yeah, I heard Edgewood was pretty bad back then. Like, it's pretty much the polar opposite, bro. Like, the the infiltration of gentrification has happened in Edgewood, though. Yeah. Yeah, that and, like, I want to say the crime kind of shifted that way because that was, like, still really is where money tends to gather. So it's like, why not? Once the pandemic hit, they realized, oh, okay, these things are home all day. Bet I'm gonna get a couple wheels here. I'm gonna get a couple wheels here. Oh, these niggas ain't been out here in days. Bet I'm gonna break into this one, and after that, it just exploded. Yep. And it hasn't slowed down since, bro. Like ever since niggas got locked in the house, Atlanta went wild. Mm-hmm. Gotham, we love you here. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Good times, man. <laughs> man. What's the best part about You gotta say the food choices is pretty busting here. We do have we, we are a multi ethnical city, so like yeah, if, you, right. if you have a mood or something you will find a good place somewhere in the mm-hmm. Um Despite the cost of living, like it's still affordable to live out here, bro. Yeah. Like, like the burbs are right there. People don't wanna say it, but you can really go to Brunette. Um, yeah, like you gotta you just gotta go a little bit further out to get you on. Like mm-hmm. staying in the city isn't the vibes that's ain't not really, that's not really as feasible financially for as many people right now, but I mean, bro, if you want to stay out in the suburbs, rent a crib, it'll probably be the same amount of money to rent a house, if not less right now, mm-hmm. than to rent an apartment. Get you some roommates and you get more space. More you, space got, you got a whole spot, you can make as much fucking noise as you want to. You got your own yard, you can mm-hmm. kick back and you can kick it, like... Personally, man, but there are a lot of spots in Atlanta now that are just like fucking ridiculous. Like, in terms of what? Just cost of living, like oh, apartment yeah. wise. Like it's like I've seen, I've seen some go like a straight up like eight, nine hundred dollar raise. It's like for a one bedroom apartment. Like why am I paying seventeen hundred for a one bedroom? Speaking of rent. I just saw a picture that described today's current trend of rent. So now, living in Atlanta, the average rent for Atlanta studio apartment is sixteen hundred. A one bedroom is eighteen hundred. A two bedroom is twenty four hundred, and a three bedroom is twenty eight hundred. That's fucking ridiculous. Welcome to New Atlanta. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro, you said you said sixteen for a studio. Dude, it should be twelve hundred, eleven hundred. Studio. Mm-hmm. I think eight hundred square foot, six hundred. My whole, my whole spot is this room. That's what the studio is. Yeah. This whole room. This yep. And that's a one bedroom, eighteen. One bedroom used to be, depending on if you live in actually in the city, from like eleven hundred to thirteen. Yeah, I say sixteen hundred if you really try to have a couple. Like, if you're trying to have a nice, nice vibe, yeah. it would be sixteen. Mm-hmm. Cool, I'll give you that. Then you're paying a little bit extra, but you get what you pay for. But to start off with, nigga, for these thirty-year-old apartments that ain't been updated with the white appliances and the 
the, with the white countertops and the cockroaches Man. still. And the old ass cabinets. Nah, and the, crazy. Oh, bro, that's that's bad. That's man. crazy, bro. Do you know what the rent increase percentage was? No, it didn't say that. Just that. That's crazy. I know it's probably in the double digits, 20, 30 percent probably. Hey, maybe you're still getting done. So somebody getting done. Right? That's all I'm doing. Yeah. Somebody. somebody, the, somebody scam, the scammer's going to scam. Somebody Rob's going to rob. Hey. Niggas got to niggas gotta get paid. You got to eat. Niggas got to get paid. One way or another. Right. But. Mm, oh. Time out. I got one question. You got an answer. Uh, in your video, Soulful. Hey. Uh, why was it a fool? I was going crazy. That's the whole point of like, you. you know, you need someone so bad. So, backstory: my name is Sisfigure Surge. Surge, born in Nigeria. Oh, shit. I know, you know, right? Oh my god! Welcome to the first episode. Oh, <laughs> yo, we are forty minutes in. And it I, happens. And I, okay. No, it happens. Hey, we here. I'm, I'm a. Let me introduce you now. I let you. Oh, I let you tell the backstory. There you go. Okay. First off, hey, what's up? Salutations. Welcome back. Uh, this is. Pops podcast. I know I've been gone for about a year, if I'm being honest. Uh, don't really have a valid reason for it aside from life happens and a lot of shit's been going on. But you know, we're back and we're trying to be consistent. So I got one of my boys. I've known you for maybe I think six years now. Six, six mm-hmm. something years now. Met, met him at Wild Night UGA. Yeah, uh, that's actually my birthday. That was your birthday. Oh, yeah, 11 p.m. in Athens. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That was a good fucking night, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. It was a, it was a, it was a happy belated person. Thank you. Six years later. <laughs> My nigga. Um, you fucking. Um, but, you know, I met him then, and we've been rocking. Rocking ever since, Facts. and you know my man's up on his music shit now. He's up on his business shit now, and he's moving. And you know, just like him, you feel, trying to you just feel like me? him, man. Just trying to trying to do what a nigga can do out mm-hmm. here. You feel me? But like I said, trying to introduce my man is my boy Six Figure Surge. What's up, man? Introduce yourself to the people. Tell them what's up. What's good, America? My name is Surge. Um, born in Nigeria. I'm an Aries Ebo gang. What's up out here? Raising the North Side. Uh, so I went to UGA, degree in microbiology, got my first master's, PCOM. Educated niggas. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Got to. Uh, that's a superpower. Uh, <laughs> biomedical sciences, that was my first master's. And then I just got my second master's in analytics for American University. Thank you, man. Gotta get that okay. bag. Gotta get that bag, bro. My nigga, my nigga. You know, Nigerian archetype, you know, first generation yes. immigrant, came here, thought I was gonna be a doctor because I was smart. Realized when I got my first master's that being a doctor was not meant for me. Okay. And then I, I realized that bet, like I do. I love music, took a chance with it. I realized that you gotta have money for it. So sure. learn how to find my pace as an artist without feeling like I'm being a starving artist. I cannot yeah. I cannot be a starving artist, bro. That's not my brand. That's, that's not, not that's not my aesthetic. I can't be asking can't niggas be. for yo, you have ten for a blunt? Like no bro. Yeah, exactly. Like the whole couch surfing story is cute and all, but no, I like I like to sleep on a bed. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> As a result, I got these degrees, so, you know, working yeah. 9 to 5 at daytime, but nighttime superhero, entrepreneur, rapper, touchdown. That's, that's major, my boy. Thank you, man. Nah, appreciate it, bro. Major, nah, I appreciate you, for real. Two masters out here, got your business system, working on your music, pursuing your dreams, like that. Yeah, As a black man, my Thank nigga, you. I can't ask for more in a person. Like, you, Thank you. You 
doing the thing. Appreciate and you, bro. You make me proud. Yeah. Thank you, bro. You feel me? We're kings out here, so we gotta move it. You feel me? You know, beautiful black man out here got a bearded. You black boy me? joy. Full seats out here. You dig? See the boom, boom. Connection, no extensions. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, going back to your soul food. Yeah, oh, yeah so yeah, basically, yeah. Um, I found my journey. Started rapping in UGA with my homeboys. Started to be carry with my dogs, and then that transitioned to. After going to school, really like 95, not it, I thought, yo, let me take this shit more seriously. Right. You know, start my career. Uh, now, fast forward to my solo career was, I think two years ago, I made a song called Soul Food. It's actually during the pandemic, February or so. Oh, okay. I, I never forget, I was out of, waiting at a smoke shop, just chilling. And then um, this song is basically, I'm a lover boy at heart. So talking about love is easy, rapping, R&B, I can do it all type shit, versatile. So this song's about basically, Soul Food's about having yeah, someone that you realize that that's the vibe you need. Some will call it soulmate, twin flame, whatever you want to call it. It's that connection that you have, that's person that, you know, that without that person, like, none of the shit even matters. Like, you can talk to any other girls, and you feel like that one person's the one. And right. basically, it's like, how to feel, how to feel when you have that one, and realizing what it, what it might feel when you lose that one. Everyone yeah, hates yeah, the one yeah, that yeah. got away, you know? Like, real love boy shit. Yeah, for like, sure, for sure. Like, not like, Drake love boy shit, but like, I don't know. genuinely feeling like, yeah, for sure. you're trying to portray the actual emotion behind it. You know what I mean? Like, For sure. I love that. Thank like, you. Actually trying to put passion behind your music. It's Facts. something that's kind of like getting lost nowadays. You a little bit, it's yeah. It's kind of like a lot of cut and dry shit. And so to see people that are still like actively trying to pursue it and like be like, okay, I want my artistry to look a certain way versus what actually sells. Like that's... Appreciate that, That's bro. the most you can ask out of an artist nowadays. Thank like you. just actually give a fuck about what you're trying to put out versus mm -hmm. just put something out I believe in reflecting what your heart says. So I'm a big empath. So for me, it's very hard for me to fake a vibe when I'm really in my passionate zone. So as much as you want to talk about like the materialistic things, money, cars, all that stuff, yeah. I know there's gonna be a time for that. But in the meantime, I can still show you a vibe that's just as good as that. Exactly. So when that when the actual money shit comes in, you get the best of both worlds. I'm giving you both vibes. So patience is the key of the game with this. So Soul Food made a music video about that. It's on YouTube. Um, you're talking, bet. Appreciate it. I know you're talking about. I was rapping to an empty plate, and that what happens when you lose your soul food, your soulmate. Like I was going crazy. Like okay. you really feel like you know you lost some, a part of you, and like you know now you're going through memories. You're going through the scenes. I was there's one scene. I was like you know rapping to myself on the couch, watching yeah. you. You know, so um, trying to really show the emphasis on like yo, this is what happens when you lose that soul food. Like you don't want to be this way. Okay, so that's you don't, you don't want to end there. So that's like the same. So like the same reason for like you rapping like on the couch is like the same reason for like the chair being yeah. empty on the other mm -hmm. side of the plate. Okay. Same reason when the last scene, the bedroom empty, I have roses and shit like that. Gotcha. And no okay. one, no one's there. I have a whole bachelor's pad. I'm yeah, living a lifestyle, yeah, yeah. and I'm, right. I'm I'm empty. My What's nigga, going I ain't on gonna here? lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. What's up, man? When I first was looking at it, I was like, I was so confused. I was like, is this nigga saying he hungry? I was like, wait. Like he got Tabasco, but no. Got you thinking. I was like Tabasco, but no, but no food. I was like, this nigga gonna eat the hot sauce, nigga. Like, no water. I was, like, I was like, this nigga think he on hot ones over here. Just <laughs> I was like, alright, okay. But yeah, then, I'm glad I got you thinking. At least that's good. Yeah, but once I got to the end of it, it kind of made more sense. But like the plate shit, yeah, threw me off at first. Mm -hmm. I was like, mm -hmm. I was like, I'm missing something. I need to ask about this. I appreciate like, that. I was like, I, I was like, I, I needed at least a question, just 
just a clear answer on that question. One thing about me, I love to challenge my potential fans or listeners. So, like, I really want you to think when you see my art or you hear my art. Like, if, if I don't have you, like, ponder about something, then I need to do my job. Right. So the fact you thought about that, at least I got your attention on something. At least, Absolutely. So. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I definitely checked out their shit. Like, I want to say, probably my favorite song, favorite song by you is probably Mexico. Wow. Throwback. Mexico, like, Mexico goes hard as fuck. Like, Appreciate it, bro. Like, if D-Drop on that bitch goes crazy. Appreciate it, bro. Like, he goes hard as a bitch. And I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, this nigga got it. I was like, Appreciate yeah, it, bro. Nigga. I mean, I could play it if it'll clear. I don't know what it's. I would rather I would rather you play a newer have, vibe to be honest. Huh? I would rather have you play a newer vibe. I made that I made that song in twenty seventeen actually. Yeah, that was a while ago. yeah. Wow. and that was actually my tape to prove myself that yo, if I'm really gonna be a rapper, I gotta drop something. Right. You know, I was a, I was in my head a lot. I'm an overthinker. So, All right. so, so, that, so that, was, that was like an inaugural vibe, but uh definitely with my new group called the campaign, me and my boys, we're the bros and BZ, uh Mega Sci Five Fraternity Incorporated. Roo. Um so basically hell yeah. Responsibly, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So now me and my group we got a group called the Campaign. Five artists: Six Figure Surge, me, Sensei, Ray Soul, Drew P, Eman the God. We all realized we can rap. We before we made a group, we had our own individual career. When the pandemic hit, we just thought, wait a minute, let's just put our forces together some Avengers vibes to see what happens. Right, right, so right. as a result, bro, new chemistry, new energy, like we all just got elevated in our game right now. So the campaign volume one, that tape, that's probably where you're gonna find the most accurate vibe with myself. Okay. For sure. I but yeah, man. Is that on uh, all streaming platforms? All streaming platforms. So the campaign, like the word campaign, but it starts with a Q. And yeah, oh wow, you really gotta pull it up. That's lit. Yeah. Yeah, so you got a specific room that you want to let him hear, or would you rather just could? You, my boy? Mm. Right. How do listeners feel about listening to a song made in podcast? Like, is that is that your type of vibe you like doing, or do you like Man, to do it at the I end mean, of it? Awesome, like, hey, here's the I'm song of the day about, type stuff. I'm all about giving flowers to my people while they're here. Ah, appreciate so, it. I, mean, I appreciate if it. If you want me to just play like a specific verse or a specific part of a song. I do that one. Oh, we, we, we can do the start of uh, smoothies then. Start of smoothies? Yeah, we can do the hook. Okay, you got a good interface. Yeah, a little, little something, something, man. Okay. A little, little something, something. It, it works when it needs to. This is a real studio. It works when it needs to. <laughs> yeah, this is called Smoothies. Your boy, Sister Surge. The campaign. We'll see if the quality uh, sounds good for that. If not, yeah, we'll, we'll play at the end. But yeah, yeah man. Yeah. If, if not, shit, I'll just try to look it up. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. They can do what they do. 
Yeah, man, we out, we out here, bro. Following our dreams, bro. This shit gonna work. So. I love that, bro. Appreciate it. I mean, is there anything else besides music that you're focused on? Oh, well, yeah. aside from like business stuff, is it just business and music, or is it like any other passionate avenues you're looking at? Or appreciate that. But I appreciate that. Well, for starters, I love hooping, bro. Like that's my okay. passion, childhood, like. Growing up, it was kind of not hard, but rough to have like that childhood of like being an athlete, training, the offseason, all of that. So I was yeah. making do like I make do, still would be a decent hooper. So I promised myself when I had the funds, whatever, the free time, I'll invest in my hooping again just so I can just feel like did I really try my best. Even if I don't make it on a team, whatever, I just want to hoop efficiently with people outside, whatever. Okay. So right now, yeah. uh, I'll be hooping like week, like, like three times a week now, doing workouts. Like the goal really is to get like hire like a trainer type stuff, work on my shot, and really be on like big three stuff or rap with the, or hoop with the rappers that you see in the hoop oh, league type yeah, stuff. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I'm seeing these Quavo hoop, Drake hoop, Gucci man hoop. I'm like, yo, these niggas are Dirk can hoop, Chris Brown hoop. Some of them can really hoop for real. Yeah. Dave East was a real hooper. Jay Cole can. So I'm like, yo, yeah, like yeah, if they yeah. can hoop, I know I can bust someone's ass out here. Like, I've seen the forum. No one's playing defense against these niggas, bro, because they're the entourage homeboys. Like, it's no hate involved. I see the game, but no, nah, bro. You can't, you, I'm, can't, you can't fuck up the important. I'm, I'm, exactly, but I'm trying to get. I'm trying to drop buckets, you know. So, all right. <laughs> so what? All right. So you, you a you a power forward, you a. Oh man, I I am now. Center, you dunking on niggas like what? Oh you, man, you got bunnies or you like just kind of on the ground? Like, bunnies on the way again, but uh, growing up, I was definitely a center, okay. but. Back then, they told me I thought it would be 6'8", whatever. So I thought, I have a chance to be a good swing. And then it stopped at 6'4". So okay. now I'm like a... I know, I know, right? <laughs> Woe is me. <laughs> Woe is me, but... uh, <laughs> My bad, dog. But, uh... <laughs> hey, bro, they but, told me I was going to be 5'4", so I'm... Well, that's blessings. I'm, I'm good, bro. Hey, I'm and you got a beard, bro. That's what matters. Beard, you're, you're on the beard, way. Beard, I'm cool. Yeah. That's all I need. That's it, bro. That's all I need. Yeah. But my position is more like a uh, point center now. Okay. Uh, inspired by, like, the Jokic and Beads, Dirk and Whiskeys of the world. Like, you know, really a stretch bit I can shoot, but I really have a post game. Love, I take pride in defense. Gotcha. Uh, working my handles, but, uh, yeah. So, I love to hoop. That's one passion I really like to do because it will keep me young, you know. And then another one is crypto. Like, I love, e- even though it's still a business I do, I love crypto because, like, it's a new idea. I love innovative things that challenges people. I like things that people are hesitant on too. Crypto, bro. Crypto is such. I'm pretty sure I've talked about crypto on here a couple times. Yeah. But crypto is something that like a lot of people heard of. Like especially when they got big during the pandemic, people were like, oh, "Okay, crypto is going to be this next big thing." Da da da. But it's like. It fell off. Same thing with NFTs. Like a yes. lot of people forgot about NFTs, but they're still making people hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes, sir. A day. Yes, sir. A day. Easy. Easy. But it's just a matter of okay, are you actually looking at it? Like, are you looking at the market? You seeing what's actually going on? Mm-hmm. Like, what's happening? Type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just. It's so much. It's so much money, but it's such. It's such a different type of investment or yes. trading. Like, yes. That it, it's like people. People think, okay, I'll just buy a bunch of these coins and that'll be it. And it's like you can do it like that, but your chances are you're fucking money. Correct. 
the first thing about being crypto is you have to be open-minded yeah. like if you're not like uh willing to accept something that's not normal it's not going to work out for you at all so with that being said uh be open-minded be patient and you got to have your discernment like you you got to be able to um read a project filter it out and see is, does this make sense to me you know it doesn't really make sense uh so a lot of these coins has some ridiculous names like uh excuse my uh french here like come rockets a coin here you know, I, you know, you know, you know, we're still trying to, you know, trying to piece the content. Said, that's so, last, that's so different than saying "come rocket, bro." Last, <laughs> how many times? Man, man you're right. All right, man, bet. So that happened. About a whole bunch of wild shit, man. All right, so, all right, bet. All right, bet. Um, I'm trying to be casual with it, not trying to be a heavy uh, cursor like a sailor per se. But, oh, okay, you know. I feel you. I feel. I curse. You know. Okay, we can do it. Like in my natural speech, I curse. All right, it's so a safe space. Like, it doesn't. I didn't even register. It didn't register to me that it was. That's a problem. Yeah, no, you good, bro. Nah, good. No, you good, bro. So yeah, so you didn't discern it. You gotta know which coins actually matter. Like, uh, Dogecoin at the time, a dog meme coin. At first, at first might sound wild, but if you do the research, uh, read the white papers, it makes kind of sense about what's the functions for. So to sum it all up, bro, the key is utility. Like, can this project do something in real life? Right. Like all these coins are startup ideas they're trying to take the money from the coins build enough revenue to then invest it into an actual tangible product right. which is the web 3 the metaverse is coming you know so if you're going to have a metaverse you need an economy to supply a whole new network of money that's going to be generated yeah which is cryptocurrency so now until the metaverse until the metaverse is created completely it says it's going to be five to ten years or so there's going to be a lot of like naysayers, some pretenders within the field of investors. Yeah. People, people. I think there's one coin I got. Uh, Luna just dropped last week where people had a lot of money. Uh, one guy had a million dollars worth of investment. It turned to a hundred dollars. You know, so you have some inflated coins out here. Yeah. And so yes, you can make money, but you also got to know when to cash out. Yeah, you got to know when to cash out, and like like you said, you got to do research on it because people also they'll see or they're here about. Hear about it, and then they'll be like, "Okay, I heard about this on the internet. They told mm -hmm. me to buy this. Cool, but like, especially with something like Dogecoin, like it does have, or did have, more so a decent backing, but most of it was owned by one person, mm -hmm. and it was unlimited mint. So it's like, if you can make as much as they want, it's not necessarily going to be as valuable as something that has an end cap. Correct. Or you know what I mean? So it's just kind of like." Before you throw your money into it, at least look into what you're Correct. about to drop a thousand or a hundred thousand dollars. Or just because a celebrity endorsed it, that doesn't mean it's a solid project. They just got paid for an ad. Like Justin Bieber bought a board ape for like almost four hundred or five hundred thousand dollars when at a time you could have bought that for like a hundred dollars a couple years ago. Like, and then hold on to it, flip it and make your cash. It's so it's don't don't fall in love with the idea of crypto. Just know that it is a tool to make money. If the idea works in real life, cool, great. We have a new end of, of hunger. But in the meantime, these are just money plays. So treat it like some. Man, I'm glad that they just, I'm glad that people don't push crypto like they push Forex. Or it's coming. Forex. It's coming. The Forex it's, wave is it's coming. It's going to come, but for right now, we don't have niggas telling like, oh, you don't want to retire your mama? Like yeah. I had a nigga, I had a nigga DM me that one time. He was like, "Yo, I want to retire your mama for real." I was like, 
was these, like, bro. These niggas were bold. I was like, bro, we got a class together, nigga. Like, what are we talking about? Like, what you, yeah, bro, like, niggas are wild. Or at least they were wild. They calmed down with the forex shit, but like, I feel like it's gonna come eventually, but it's still gonna be more so enough people to be like, nah, that's not real money, da 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 da. So it'll be like, whoever actually gravitates towards it will. Yeah, so I feel like there'll be some backlash, mm-hmm. but I mean, Bitcoin has been shitting on everybody's expectations that has said no to it for 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like a proof is in the pudding. Type I have shit. a confession, my brother. I'm listening. It's a safe space? Absolutely. We're not judging here? Zero. I too was once in the Forex circuit. But hear me out. Hear me out. I said no judgment. I'm listening. Hear me out. I'm listening. I was not one of those niggas in DMs recruiting people. I put down the Bible for real. I was actually like one of the few who were actually looking into trading, learn how to trade. Okay. Like the actual tool of reading the chart, using the proper indicators, and mark it down. It took me a couple months to find a journey to get the actual like the holy grail of information because it really is a filter information in the forex world. They're, they're, like with the recruiter side it's real like it's real money out here but they purposely hold back information for you to make money so they'll sell you a, a fourth of the pie holding back the rest of the pie that you actually need gotcha. you know so i spent my journey to look for the rest of the pie and once i found it okay. took some time to study okay. it took me three intense months after my first master's like once i graduated i took a week break and then i legit woke up eat breathe sleep forex studying of how to read the charts and as a result, taking that time, yeah, I lost some money from that circuit, but now that knowledge of learning to read a chart became an intangible tool into the crypto world, into options, and into just looking for any investments. You know, being able to read a chart is like yeah. learning how to learn how to speak Latin now. Yeah, no, that's true. You know, so that's, true. that's, that's true. my confession, and that's why I'm so um, looking forward to the journey of investing now because of that time spent in the past to learn that language. That's why you were so quiet when I started talking about forex niggas. No, I, o- I always always want to see people's reaction first before I talk. I was like, hmm. Bro, but it was bad, though, because I'm like, yo, I actually seen people, like, lie to people, and they don't have to read a chart. I'm like, yo, yeah. you're the same boat as them, and you're trying to make You're trying hard. to, like, recruit them all. Because it, it, it was a lot of people like that. But, I mean, like, the act- having the actual knowledge of, like, knowing what a chart is or what, like, trying to read a specific, like, okay, I've seen this diagram before i know this is about to happen in the market i can mm-hmm. play this i know where to play my money at i know when it's short sale this i know where i'm gonna get rid of it cool good everything's fine but if you just kind of wing it like all right buddy told me What's if up? i look at this chart cool i'm good i just Cap. put my money here i i have a hundred thousand dollars and that'll be the end of my month cool see how that works out how much hunger, how much how much thousand dollars you gonna throw away for you to be like, okay, either this nigga don't know what he's talking about or I'm missing something. It's, I think there was a stat, but I think three or six months, ninety percent of novice traders stop trading yeah. because of that. Because it almost turns into gambling in a way, in a sense. Right. But uh the key is risk management. You only put in what you're willing to lose. And the people who are posting a lot of money, they are more than likely over leveraging which means that they are betting more than they should and they just got lucky or they took the right guess to make that flip. So that's yeah. how you get those 10K profits now. Right. Instead of like a, a normal new trade supposed to make like $100 maybe a day if you're lucky. Right, and then you'll see like, okay, because it's a lot of 
It's a lot of testing. Yeah. Like, it's a whole test account that you should make before you even put it on your actual account. Like, yeah. if you actually want to start trading and shit, like, all right, cool. Make, make a small little account. Take, like, 10, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, however you want. Just throw, like, a dollar in this trade. See how this one shakes out for you. Okay, you lost a dollar here. You made two bucks here. Fine. Do that for a couple months as you learn and you look through the diagrams. And if you have an actual account, add money into that. And then you can do the same thing. Whichever one works at that time. Boom, boom. You can do the same thing. But it's like, I don't see the point. Like like you said, it's fucking gambling. It like you walking into a casino with 10 racks. And you just throwing it at what these people in the back is telling you to. And boom, now you out of money and you're looking at like, oh, okay, what am I supposed to do now? And the plot twist is the game is rigged too. So when these people are pitching you these ideas, it is a right formula, but it is for a certain moment that's not promised every time you see it. Mm-hmm. So once you see that pattern, they say, oh, go ahead and get it. But eight out of ten times, it's a, it's a pump fake. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I messed up. Let me do it again. You do it again before you know it. Like, to be honest, bro, I lost two bands in one night one time trying to fuck around because I, I was being greedy. Like a rookie mistake is do please do not trade without a demo account. But me, I was yeah. so cocky. I was like, you know what? I don't have time for the demo. Let me just take my house money and run with it. And hey, that's, that's, it. Yeah. that's, that's my motto. That's an Aries, bro. You go big or go home. So, <laughs> but now I'm still standing and learning from those past mistakes got me to here. Right. So once again, don't be a dumbass with it. But it's there's a lot to learn. I mean, but that's like, I mean, that's learning to break sometimes. Like yeah. it's. I mean, I think the most I've lost is probably like six hundred in a day. I want to say like it wasn't it wasn't as bad as yours, but like that's, <laughs> definitely lost sleep for a whole week. But I mean, I <laughs> I didn't I didn't even have that. At my in my opinion, I didn't have that much in it. But it was the same thing like yours. I was like, all right, I made some great fucking money today. Cool, fuck it, I'm gonna do it again. Fuck it, I'm gonna throw all this at that. I, I see this. I'm winning on this all day. Fuck it. Boom, boom, boom. Bottomed out. Elon Musk made a tweet, and that shit said, "Oh Damn. yeah, that oh, shit bro. said, mm. bro." When Trump was tweeting, bro, it fucked up the whole forex market, bro. Because the part of the pattern be right, and once once he tweeted, literally, opposite takes the opposite. Market takes the opposite direction. It was a wrap, bro. And it was, and then people were looking at the leaders like, "Well, what do we do now?" And they were like, "Shit." And that's got, when I left. <laughs> I ain't got nothing for you, bro. Like, and that's and that's when I hopped out. <laughs> It was at that moment you was like, all right, bro. I gotta, so I'll always do something. I gotta figure, I'll figure something. it out. I gotta figure something else out. Right, you niggas ain't helping. Like no. <laughs> y'all was just here, man. That they actually helped. That actually made me lose more money than help, bro. That's the ironic part. That's the worst. And but it's okay. I know this. I cannot wait for a forex documentary to come out of like, were, were you two a victim? <laughs> of the show, and they show a montage of like people popping bottles of a mansion, Bruh. people having those pitches in front <laughs> yeah. of a Walmart, the four hundred niggas walking in the suit, like a, no. a series of flyers of three hundred level, five hundred level, college flyers <laughs> everywhere. Like, were you by were you at Georgia State from twenty fourteen to twenty eighteen? Have you met in a classroom or a conference room setting Thanks. with any of these listed people? Bro, that shit would be. You too might be entitled for compensation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that would be the wildest class action suit. Like, how you gonna round up all these people? They actually did file, file a lawsuit with the, one of the big OGs of one of the uh, market leading groups. It's like I don't know what the status is, but I know the, the initial accusation or claim was that 
they were like copy and paste someone's formula or videos and use it for their own and then basically using the same sauce with, and just put their name on it instead something like that so please Damn. don't want to attack me bro like if y'all are still forex that's, that's on you like please do your business but i mean because i do know <laughs> there's some people out here that make money making for that make money doing forex and i'll give it to you that's fine if you if you do it the actual way if you're actually sitting here making money you're grinding out the grass for sure i have nothing against you you're trading and you're making money doing it you doing the damn thing cool cool a hundred percent cool. Everybody else. <laughs> Alright, bro. I mean, at least invest that. Invest that time in the crypto or just regular day trading. Yeah. Like if it's that deep, like you can read the same graph and actually not have to do the mm -hmm. the middleman weird time zone shit and all that shit. Fact. And so, even if you're doubting um crypto, bro, you still gotta learn how to read a chart. All right, do stocks. Either way, you gotta learn how to read a chart. <laughs> to, to end this financial talk. <laughs> but really, being able to read a chart is like, that's gold nowadays for real. Like, a lot of people can, and a lot of people did learn over the pandemic, mm -hmm. which is fucking great, honestly. A lot of people learn how to do a lot of shit. Like, that's when I perfected, like, working on cars and shit. Because I've always loved cars, but I never really had one to work on mm -hmm. or had the money to do so. Mm -hmm. But, unemployment? Bro, that was a I'm field day. I'm at the crib oh all day. Bro, that was a good era. Nigga. I was, I was eating 700 a Lovely. week. Lovely. Just to sit here. Lovely. What? I had a truck and everything. I had, a, I had my Ram 1500. That little that piece of shit that I sold. I fucking hated it. Mm. Um, Bro, they had issues every week. But I got under that bitch. Mm -hmm. Faithfully. I've changed, I want to, I changed everything except for the internal engine components and the engine Impressive. Like, full rewire, radio. How long did I take you? Bro, I was, shit, I was in the house for four months. Just, I was just in here chilling. Impressive. Mom was, mom has her, um, mom has her, uh, what's the, what's the word with the I am? Immune, immune shit. The immune, uh, the shit with the did it, did it, did it, did it, Immunity? Immune system? Her system ain't as strong. I basically what the fuck I'm trying to say. Immune compromise? That's the... Nigga knew the word the whole time. Immune compromise is the word of the day. Anyway. Yeah. So, you know, I was just in the house. I wasn't really going out. I wasn't kicking with nobody. It was just us in the crib. Like, oh. Nigga, I'm outside working on my truck. So... I would just be out there just kicking it, bro, and I learned how to do that. Nice. I already knew how to build shit because I worked in construction and doing all that. So I was just in here learning languages, watching TV, building shit, fixing cars. You are a little carpenter, aren't you? Huh? You are a little carpenter, aren't you? Yeah, bro. I definitely got to learn from you a little bit. I, I definitely need that skill. Bro, I was a supervisor, nigga. That was clutch. I was a supervisor, so for two years, nigga, for two fucking years. That was clutch. I was driving around the country. Fixing commercial, fixing Walmart's, fucking fixing Walmart's. So as a suit, I had to learn how to do everything because I need to know what code is for these mm. in case the contractors fuck it up. I have to come in here and fix it before anybody else sees it. Technician, you know what I mean. So it's like okay, if anytime I have to jump in and help, I got to be able to know what the fucking do. Mm -hmm. So in those two years, I learned basic carpentry, masonry, masonry. I mean, electrician work, HVAC. Plumbing, 
everything. Bro, that's a lot of good hard skills she got. Every bro. You could really be charging like money out the ass right now. Bro, I could. I mean, now. I mean, I do my handyman services and shit like here and there, but like shit. The other day, I just poured a couple concrete slabs in front of the crib. I did see that. I'm like, they're gonna tug. Like, I, like, it's just instead of having to pay a motherfucker to do it, like, why not just do it myself? That's why, like, I save money doing fucking everything myself. Because it's like, I work on my cars myself. The only reason that bitch is sitting in the driveway is I'm not paying $3,500 for no fucking AC system. That car can suck my dick. It's getting sold. But, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, every time I think about it, I get mad, bro. Let it out. Every time I think about it, I get mad. Mm -hmm. But, like... You know, instead of having to pay anybody for anything else, it's like, all right, I can fix the house myself. I can fix my car myself. I can charge people when they want me to do shit. Like, I was not on TVs on Saturday for one of my friends. Like, it, it helps to be able to know how to do shit. Mm. You feel me? And that's also a lost skill that a lot, of, a lot of niggas our age have, just in general, not necessarily just... Fixing stuff, just like basic shit, like fixing tires. Yeah, man, a lot of niggas know how to change a tire, bro, and like, that's that's embarrassing. Like, and that's like the bare minimum. And I'm like, you, you, at this big age, at this big age, me and you going to the same club, and you can't change a tire. Let's take it a notch lower, bro. These niggas don't know how to do laundry. Niggas don't know how to do laundry? Hey, man. Niggas don't know how to do laundry. You'll be surprised what they wash. What you mean by that? Bro, what I used, you mean by that, I used to live in a, an apartment complex over Druid Hills where like, it was community uh, laundry rooms. Right. So you'd be doing laundry. You can see through people's business and washing stuff. I see people mix like um, colors and whites together. You know, like... Since, like that. Shit. Yeah, you know, I'm like, wow, this is not like laundry one-on-one and i enjoy laundry <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like you know, i take a pride in like you know like doing the right process making sure the clothes smell good all that right. stuff so. making sure your shit looks nice mm-hmm. and it fits well and it's mm-hmm. clean i trying to have this fade like people just throw it in and not, not put like a lint roller not put it inside out right you know right. before i you know your shirt your graphic tee just fades in four washes but you know what so motherfuckers are dirty bro but we, we like, knew this. We knew like, this. No, nah, like, we knew this, but, like, as I get older, I would expect, like, eventually people would start to learn, okay, I should keep myself up, da-da-da-da. Like, nah, my nigga, I, like, you ever gone over to somebody's house and they just leave? Like, straight up, like, turn around time, and yes. leave? There was a time when I seen that. It was so dirty. I felt so I felt so, so disrespectful. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm trying to take on a date, and you're not even trying to clean the living room or kitchen for me? And he it's said, oh, disrespect. Oh, I just got here? Who am I? A peasant? No, I had to leave. It's disrespect. I had to leave. Like, bitch, you knew I was coming over here, and you and you left it like this. Mind you, this is the first impression. Like, I don't know what's worse, going over to, going over to somebody's crib for the first time and it's dirty, or like, your crib is clean, but like the first time we're linking up to fuck, it smells like Badusi in here. You feel me? Like, I don't know which one is worse, but I fucking hate them both. I think the first one is worse because it's just, it's just a lack of respect. You know, you, you can you can hold your breath with the Badusi smell. But she know? was here, but you can put some aerosol in that though. 
You was at the crib though. The shower 37 feet away. The, I mean. But you was at the crib though. You gotta be brave enough to tell her to take a shower. You gotta be brave enough to tell her, yo, let's, let's do this while you're clean. I've done it. Dirty? Oh, you just told her like you're clean up? You're tough. How, how'd she take it? She cried? She was not happy. Of course. They're, they're always gonna show some attitude. But... I still hit though. King. So, I mean, like, that's. It was just like. <laughs> Oops. It was like, bro. Like, we were in the pool all day, bro. Like, it's... Post-pool sex? It's wild, though. All that chlorine? Kind of ashy a little after? Chlor- you kind of pretty? Chlorine a little bit ashy, and it's like, man, it's like, you know, I depending can't... on how long you've been out the pool, too, you know, women got their, you know, their self-cleaning system, I'll call it. Yeah. You feel me? So, depending on how long you've been out the pool, it, it's there. And if I put on your pants, and the first time I see is the result of your self-cleaning system, I have a problem with it. I have a very big problem. We are taking it there. You feel we me? Have it there. Okay, bet. Yeah, I, I, I try to, I try to <laughs> clean it up, but like, I feel it. Yeah, I have a problem with that. And that—that's when you hit the blunt and just like go home. You know, I, fake phone, fake homie call if you have to. You know, if you don't have the courage to just be like walking out, say I can't do this. How know? many times have you used a fake phone call? A handful, because I don't use that as my first go-to move. What's the first go-to? Because I know I've, I've used a fake phone call probably three times, but depending on how bad I really want to get the fuck up out of there, I will just fake another dip. Okay, depending on the scenario, if I'm at Shawty's crib and I know I drew there, drove there and it's like the first time, whatever, I'm not feeling the vibes, I'll just say something like, y'all forgot my lighter in the car or whatever or something like that. <laughs> and make sure I pick up my shoes on just to show, oh yeah, I don't want to get my feet wet or whatever, you know, and then get my keys, block her number, and drive her. <laughs> okay. I'd be like, okay. no, none of what happened, anything. No, none yeah. of that. That's my first go-to. We too really. old for explanations, yeah. first and foremost. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm a, I'm a toxic king ghost during my past. It's just another Aussie hour. Like I was very good at I'm like, I like, I know, pulling up the scene, enjoying the vibe. But once I know the vibe, not it. I'm, I'm Casper the ghost with it. Quick. I've definitely done that too. Cause it's just like, I don't need to waste any more of my time. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. I don't even enjoy it. So, gotta catch him up because he's Danny Phantom. <laughs> you like, you, That's like I'm out of here. That's a good one. Um, That's a good one. All right, so what's the second one then? Because I know I probably say my first go-to. My first go-to is probably just faking that. If I'm being Beef, honest, bro, King, you were faking. Yeah. Why? I be faking out here sometimes. I be faking out here sometimes. That, that's times. only if it's that's only if it's decent, but I'm just like I'm not really, or like if she was cool, but that's not really like it wasn't really it. I'm like I, I'm not about to disrespect, but this is this is the last time we're gonna speak. But uh, I am quick I'll to pull. You, I'll let you think you satisfied me. I'm like, oh, ego pleaser. That's nice. Yeah. I am quick to pull the I got a muscle a muscle pull a Charlie horse and just trying to kind of fake it. But sometimes it really does happen. But many times it really doesn't happen. I really got like. Pull my best Denzel interaction like, and start convulsing my ass. Be like, like ah, I can't walk. And that, and she be like, what's wrong? And then once, once you get there, all right, vibe kill. You get some water, and then be like, oh, okay, I just gotta, like, yeah, it's over with yeah. now. Like, mm-hmm. okay, all right, all right. Sorry, Queen. The muscle cramp. <laughs> the muscle cramp is always a good one. Mm-hmm. I've only actually caught cramps. It, I've it never sucks, thought it to use that. It sucks when it happens though in real life because you're like, wow, I'm enjoying this moment and I'm in pain. 
This nigga just gave me an idea. I gotta use that. Sorry, sorry, future queens. I gotta use that. <laughs> Muscle crap, nigga. That's fantastic. That's why I wasn't really a fan of the homeboy call. Cause I don't really need it. You know, like. Yeah, I feel that. Especially look at the time when you with Shawty. You know, it's just a, a, a slide on a late night. Is your homie really calling you at t- midnight? Honesty 1 hour. One a.m. Honesty hour. We're doing honesty hour. What's up, man? The only times I have used the homeboy call have been in relationships. In terms of like, you trying to get out of date? Get the fuck out the house. Mm. Or if like, a situation is bad and I ain't got no reason to leave the house, like after an argument. Hey. Hey, nigga. <laughs> call me and tell me some shit that's really wrong. <laughs> I need to wow. about the crib real quick. <laughs> but I'm being honest. Like, I, it works. Yeah. Ah. Happens. I've dealt with some toxic women in my life. Same like, here. I have horror stories. Dude. Let's go. Horror stories. We can match it up. Let's see what happens. Shit. <laughs> What's your song, by the way? Scorpio. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aries. Yeah, Whoa, you're you're definitely like a red flag for these for these queens. Yeah. Apparently. I'm, I'm, apparently. I'm Allegedly. Apparently, I'm multiple red flags. Allegedly. I'm multiple red flags. <laughs> I'm Jamaican. Whoa. Gem I'm from New York. Part. And I'm a Scorpio, the Bronx. Yeah, that's like um, those are the three major issues that I get back. Like, and that's why God didn't make you tall, because <laughs> you've been a super. That's rap. why God didn't make me tall. And that's why God didn't make me be able to sing. Like, if I could Ooh. sing and I was tall, pregnancy in the air, just, just ah. He see, said, he said, I already gave that for the See, you just three everywhere, <laughs> just, just panties getting tossed. A quarterback Penny yes. dropper. This one is in your heart. That's the auto on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but I mean, hey, you got the hype, bro. So, hey, you got you got what you got. You got all three. So I'm, you know, I'm That's happy right, where man. I'm at. So Content. I get what I need, I go home. Yeah, so being toxic, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm really fighting not to purposely be talked sometimes because especially I'm in a relationship now uh, but um if she just annoys me I, it's, I can just really press that button but I'm trying it got better it got better so I feel you yeah it it, it really be like that though mm-hmm. because I yeah that's how my life situation was when it was getting got rough it was like alright are we gonna do you want do you want are we going back to the streets or are we gonna and eventually shit will work itself up. It's like, hey, mm. both ways we're looking at each other like, nigga, you pull the trigger first. Spider-Man, man. Like, hey, like, you gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Let, let us know. Like, are we gonna work this shit out? Oh, okay. See, I'm the type to always work it out if I know that the vibe is genuine. Right. But I'm terrible at, like, cutting cutting things off because mm-hmm. it's not more of, like, a time investment thing, but it's more like, yo, like, I generally enjoy the time that we have despite the toxic energy. If the right. vibe is good enough, sometimes my toxic trait right for myself is overlooking the bad shit just to wait for the next right. good moment. Got you, got mm-hmm. you, got you. I'm trying to hold on to the memories and trying to mm-hmm. trying to let the shit go. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, but honestly, bro, that's it's, that's hard for us when it's when it, when we find something that we genuinely attached to, mm-hmm. like we're genuinely like in love with, and we genuinely feel it. You feel me? Damn. Cups for a rose. <laughs> <laughs> Life, man. Uh, yeah, man. Life and love, bro. But I mean, love is a black man. It's 
it comes, it, it's rough, but when it when it pays off, it pays off. We're gonna have, we're gonna have, we're gonna chop it up about love. We can really uh, deep dive this thing real quick. We can, <laughs> man. Hold, let me grab the charger for this thing. All right, bet. This is about to die there. Hold on. Time out. Let's do that. Let's do that. have a hard deadline because I want to overstep. Nah, bro. This way. 10 I'm, 10. I'm at home. You don't want to get to drive. It's only 20 minutes, bro. I'm chilling. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool, brother. Um, now we're back. Yeah, we're back in this bitch. We are back in this bitch. So now, I guess, we're going to chop it up about love, correct? Yeah, we can, is that, bro. Is that yeah, what we can. One of the perks of being an empath is be able to be aware of my feelings and love is something I do love. Hopeless romantic, all that lover boy vibes. Like really I'm the OG lover boy. If you know you know like that's that's where I live in. Like my feelings, all that shit. I take pride yeah. in living there because if you don't know your emotions, you can really ruin a good moment or you may not know when to leave a moment just because you know the pussy's good or damn like or you're not or you're not able to raise your emotional intelligence, you really don't know if you missed the one or not. So I really right. do work on my emotional intelligence almost daily of just being sharp about it. I know, and I definitely agree with you because that's that's definitely that's a good place to be because like having the emotional intelligence to know like what may or may not what you may or may not like, what like genuinely who you are as a person, what you want to accept and what you will refuse to accept and have the standards set. Having that actual visual and like idea in your head especially as a man because like we just a lot of niggas just really tend to bring their baggage to women just for them to heal them and try to fix which it. is which is the biggest crock of bullshit ever like nobody wants to raise a grown-up like the same way that niggas complain about women saying oh Y'all want a father when we add, when y'all asking us to pay all y'all bills if you want to deal with us. Mm -hmm. The same way that when you get with them, you expecting them to take on all your baggage from your childhood yeah, nurture. and just nurture you and deal with it until you finally get your shit together one day. Like that's not that's yeah. not fair. And that makes sense because you think about it when you do have a mom, like you fuck up consistently, but you always know she's gonna love you and still exactly. be there for you. So I guess when you change that to a girl or a woman they're dating, like she says she loves you. She's gonna accept all that bullshit you go through. Exactly. And eventually, when you figure out, she's still staying along. But and it's and it's like still, and it's like and it's like and it's something that it's something I talked about like a little bit ago. Uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about it with, but it was kind of like the idea of love in the black community, or really success in general. But we're speaking about love right now. It's like you have to suffer in order to succeed in it. And it's like, that shit makes no fucking sense. Like, the same thing, like, with the rap struggle. Like, it's like, 
I understand relationships are hard. Relationships are not an easy thing. You're trying to devote your life to another person or people, if that's your thing. Mm -hmm. You feel me? But it's like, ups and downs don't come with cheating. Ups and downs don't come with abuse. These aren't things that people should have to put up with just you know long enough for you to realize okay i shouldn't do this to this person that i say that i love and then you get your shit together and now it's okay it's a happily ever after because i I know for a fact male or female whoever is the worser in this situation if the other person did any of that it would have been game over a long time ago Mm -hmm. so why should that person suffer for you to love them when when like for what for what? Instead of you just learning yourself or leaving them the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. It's that fear of being lonely again and learning how to do it by yourself. You right. know, learning how to date yourself. And a lot of people don't take the time to date yourself because, yeah, you may have something in common with this girl that's attractive or whatever your preference is, but there's it's only so much like physical intimacy can do. You know, you can have that sex all you want, but this will be a time where sex is not going to be enough to deal with the real issues. That's a fact. You know, so, yeah, man, so it's a tricky thing we would call love this emotional intelligence thing because as a king, I realized that most niggas like us don't have that emotional intelligence because we weren't raised to nope. sit in our feelings and talk about it. I was fortunate to be blessed to have a mom and dad who are both sensitive and they, even when I get my ass whooped, they will sit me down and tell me like, this is why you got your ass whooped. We still love you, son. You know, hearing shit like that, I was like, wow. I was able to process why I was being punished. And I did the punishment. <laughs> I love that you no. still got your ass whooped up. Yeah, bro. It was like, I understand you, yes. but you still got me fucked up. Yes. Like, that's, you got me fucked up. That's fantastic. Here's the punishment, <laughs> but here's the, the resolve, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's oh, an ice cream junior. <laughs> I'm no. okay, bet. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, like, all right, nigga, like, I know you hurt right now, but we yeah. still fuck with you. Yeah. I mean, but for me, I know, and looking back for me, I deserve 98 83, 83% of that, 87% of that. I deserve all my whooping, bro. I was a bad kid. <laughs> I was, but a lot of shit got pinned on me that I ain't do, and that's... Oldest sibling? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You gotta take, you gotta take the L sometimes. Uh, yeah. 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 For greater good. For greater good. Listen. <laughs> Um, so like, I know my mother was never like, my mother's not really an emotional person. Mm. She's not like, she'll get emotional every once in a while, but she's more so like me. Like we just kind of, when shit happens, we just deal with it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's like, I right, this happened. What can, what can I do? Can I fix it? Can I not fix it? If I can't fix it, where can I stop? Where can I stop the bleeding at? And if I can't fix it, how quickly can I do it? Mm-hmm. It's just about like what the next step is, and then we'll sit in our feelings about it fucked up later. But we have to fix the issue first. Mm. So like that's just kind of like how we push and move through emotions and shit like that. But it's just like I know because I had um, I had like a depressive phase. I'm gonna say middle school, late middle school, like end of eighth grade through sophomore year of high school yeah. like through there um and like through that whole time it was like a whole lot of self-reflection and i was like mm-hmm. that's kind of like what pushed me to like really look at myself like who am i what do i enjoy like mm-hmm. what kind of person do i see myself as in general like really like that that those couple years of self-reflection was just like looking back 
those years really shaped me to be like, okay, I know looking at all these motherfuckers out here, they have no idea who they are. You can tell how they move, you know? You feel me? Like, it's just like, y'all literally change up your entire persona every time something else gets popular. Just to fit in the box to get that gratification of the opposite sex or same sex, whatever your preference is, you know? Right. Like, I hate, I was talking to my girl about this before, like, I sometimes I feel like the black sheep growing up, or even now sometimes, of like, not fitting into a certain nigga box. Right. You, know, you have the H&M nigga. You know, you have yeah. the, yeah, the yeah, athlete yeah, yeah, archetype. Yeah. You, yes. have, you know, you have the tool of someone who's the dancer, stuff like that, you know? So when you have that archetype, it's easier for people to take their stereotypes and prejudices and, and yeah. I guess, scan or analyze the niggas, you know, analyze the niggas. So when you don't fit that box, when you have the most intelligence, it's kind of hard for them to read you. And when, when they can't read you, it's either they don't know how to accept you or they just go all in not knowing what to expect. Right. You know, so that's been my... Uh, burden of being a lover boy it's either girls who are like wow this is a different vibe but I don't know how to do with this I'm not even ready for this and then they bounce out yeah or and they tell me years later like yo I was a crush on you but I just wasn't ready for like, it I'm like yo I was, I was just trying to hit I wasn't even asking to be like in a relationship like, like man like yeah I was just treating you like a human being yeah I'm sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm sorry for just talking to you listening to you before me asking to hit like what I'm sorry yeah. what supposed to be doing like what you doing 20 times in a row <laughs> like, I'm not trying to, like, have these bullshit conversations. Like, exactly. are, we, are we actually speaking or not? I mean, exactly. bro, I remember this shorty who had stopped me. Long story. Very long story. Interesting. Another, Very another time. Long story. Another time. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Fuck that. Nah, 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 nah. I didn't even get into all the bullshit. Say less. I remember, like, when the fallout started, I was like, like, yo, like, we haven't known each other for that long. What are you blowing my phone up for? What's going on? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she was like, you can't, you can't fuck me like da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then let me sleep in one of your shirts. But I can, though. And I was like, <laughs> and I was looking at the message, and I was like, it's... That not normal to let somebody take a shower and go to bed if they live an hour away and you just fuck them? Like I'm I'm confused. Nah, I heard like, some, I was I heard, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Nah, I have some stories of my friends, uh some of the colleagues I know have been passed, they they were just like not even off of water. You know. So that's just a spectrum of seeing of hospitality. Come through, get hit, go home, that's compared true. to like, hey, you want a snack? <laughs> right, like you hungry, my nigga, like he was breathing mighty hard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I was gonna go to Subway regardless, you know. So <laughs> you want to put it, you want to get it on the order. Let me know now. Exactly. Once I hit order, I'm not hitting twice. Exactly. I mean, but that's also sad too, because it's just kind of like everybody just throwing damage around, my nigga. Like everyone just sharing trauma. That's really what it is, bro. It's like the girls are traumatized because the niggas is doing the bullshit. The niggas will get traumatized once and then traumatize the next 23 people that he deal with. Like, it's like, and then the woman, if she gets super traumatized, she traumatizes the niggas for the rest of her life. And it's like, yo, can you niggas just sit down? Like, it's very ironic how pain is so comfortable once you get used to it. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. It's very ironic, bro. Like, 
we, we swear up and down as people we want to know ourselves and love ourselves and be free of pain but when you are a habitual toxic person with yourself or other people you are a byproduct of pain Someone has to be hurt in this relationship. Either yourself or your partner or both. No one comes out in a toxic situation unscathed. That's true. That's very true. And sometimes, mm-hmm. a lot of times, it could be both in some different ways. Mm-hmm. So now, it's two people damaged. Chances are, especially nowadays, in Atlanta especially, you're just jumping straight into something new. And now this is your new thing. Y'all going on vacations. Y'all spend every day together. And then two months later, now you think about homie in the bed crying because you like, yo, I miss my nigga. We had a good five years together. And now suddenly this life that you built up with this nigga all, all winter or all summer, gone in a flash. And he like, what the fuck? And you already broadcasted it to the world. To so the you, world. So you weren't even private about that on the bounce back. You know? And then now it's okay. Now I'm back with my fiance. Boom. Life is good. And then now homie's like, bitches ain't shit. I'm dogging them out for the next for the next three years. I'm never gonna let a bitch touch my heart again. Yeah, my heart is numb. <laughs> I got ice spot where my heart used to be. <laughs> this bitch I, never did me wrong. I would never cry about a bitch ever again. <laughs> <laughs> they got me fucked up out here. <laughs> Yo, bro, that shit be so sad, dog. And I'd be like, bro, just take six months to a year, make some money. Find some shit that you like to do. Stay the fuck out the way. See how much happier you are for the rest of your life. Or at least find a hobby. You'd be surprised how many times I will ask girls, like, yo, what is your passion? And they'll be like, I don't know. I don't have one yet. So what are you doing alive every day? You know, like, what makes you excited? And if you can't answer that to question yourself, you should got to pause on dating for the, for the sake of your sake. Because I promise you, if you date, if you date someone that has a passion and a zeal, you don't have it, you're gonna feel mighty insecure one way or another. Or and then and then you're gonna feel insecure and then like when this person is prioritizing their passion or whatever that you know, whatever idea that they have over alleviating your boredom, now it's oh, okay, I'm not important in your life, da 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 this and the other, and it's a whole different problem like that. Like if you had something to do, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Exactly. Like, right. I'm sorry, I'm busy trying to make money for me in our relationship and you're trying to hold me back because you just want to cuddle watch like vlogging episodes right of like, people making money and we could be making money you know what like, I'm saying? Come on, it's bro, you, could, you could be doing anything like even if you wasn't making money off of it oh i like the paint cool that's true get you some canvases mm-hmm. fine hey babe i went to the paint store today now you have now you have something to talk to me about yes because like, we're just talking about netflix and what, what drama's going on and pop life. culture i'm not fucking with it I, I'm not fucking with you. Talk to me about something. Mm-hmm. Something that you like to do. Anything. Any fucking thing. And they'd be like, uh, wanna have sex? And they'd be like, okay. Like, right, <laughs> and that's how it works. That's how they get you. That's, that's, they'd be like, all right, you wanna take a shot? Damn, you right. All right, fuck it. Right, you know, we here already. I already drove out this motherfucker fine. Fox. But I ain't forget. Nah. You're, you, mm, you sneaky one. We gonna talk about this tomorrow, motherfucker. <laughs> like, so, yeah, right. Man, I mean... It's hard, especially being somebody that has so many hobbies, really courtesy of ADHD. I Facts. Mean, I know that you see this 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 shit in the background, like just the amount of... It's tidy though. I try... It could, be, it, could be, it could be worse. It could be worse. It could be a lot better, but you know, like, are you looking at at least eight different hobbies right now? 
boy, from boxing, biking, construction work, whatever the fuck I'm doing that monitor with, uh, whatever the fuck is in here. Cementing. Photography. <laughs> I, I put that with construction work, honestly. The yard work shit. I got tiles over here that I need to be put in the bathroom. Like, yeah. It's just like shit to do. I got my, I got my, um, guitars upstairs and shit. Like, it's like, me personally, I enjoy doing a lot of things. So I'm like, okay. And my hobbies change depending on what my ADHD is. Nice. I'm most stimulated by at the time. Yeah, what, so, what, what I'm in the mood for. What, what, exactly. What I'm in the mood for, what I'm rolling with. Cool. I know I can get up and I can do something. Fine. But if I'm talking to you and it's just like, hey, what you doing? Hey, what you doing? Oh, I'm watching TV. I'm watching Netflix. Oh, I just finished Narcos. Okay. Did I you have, do something? I have no choice but to see you ask someone I can just fuck and that's it at that point. Because I can't date you at that point. I take dating seriously. Like, you know, if I'm if I'm saying, yo, you're my girlfriend, I'm indirectly saying that, yo, I see wife potential in you. Exactly. Let's explore it. Like, if I, if I take it to the point where I'm claiming you and I'm claiming you to the world, mm-hmm. especially, it's like, <laughs> I have to be able to claim something. Like, even when I'm down and I ain't doing shit, I know if I if I if I get a request to do something tomorrow and I get paid for it, I'll get my ass up and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. If I just need a break from life and I'm like chilling and a lot of shit's going on, I know if I want to get up and get away from it, I can. Okay, cool. I'll take a hike. I'll, I'll go to fucking uh, what's the what's the what's the body of water? Lake Alatoona. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go over yeah, there. Yeah, I'll take yeah. my guitar out there and I'll just play, or I'll just take some out there. We'll just walk. That's fine. Cool. And I'm just. I get my little replies, or I take my camera and I just go walk around and I shoot a little bit. Cool. I get my little breaks from the world, but I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. I'm doing something. Even if I'm watching anime all day, I'm doing something because I'm practicing Japanese as I do. Oh, <laughs> reflex, but okay. I like, <laughs> like I've, I've literally learned Japanese through watching it. That's fine. Like I'm not fluent by any means, but I can understand it. To the point where I can watch it without looking at the screen. Mm. Like I'm like, oh, okay, I can literally understand. I'm like, all right, cool. For the most, like, especially with the different series, of course they got the different windows and shit. But it's like, for the most part, I'm on it. That's a lot of time logged in, though. It's a lot of anime. Hey now. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, and it's it's I it's it's a lot. I, I know, mean, I know. Like I've been caught up on One Piece for like eight years now. Including manga and show, or just both? Yeah, it's a lot of content. Both. It's a lot. All right, what were we talking about before I fucked up the shit? Um, damn. Talking about we're in the we're in the love department. Then we oh, then we broke we the broke down about most intelligence. Then we went to about hurt hurt people hurt people. Right. And then we went down towards. Something about um, we went down a rabbit hole. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, that was a deep hole, my love. That was a deep hole, my boy. Oh, but I guess about um, awareness. Something, some head asking about awareness. Um, wow, awkward. Wow. It was a good conversation, though. It was a fantastic conversation. Anyway, fuck. We tried. Fuck it, we tried. All right, second second take. We tried. Here we go. Nah, we'll keep that in. We'll keep that in. Fuck it at this point. Hey, it is what it is. They'll be fine. They'll be fucking fine. 
Alright, so niggas be like, come on, th- come on, think, think. On, we, you got we it. it. We need it. I'm sorry, bro. You're probably, you're probably yelling the answer and everything. I know, right? Well, com- the three comments I'll get will be like, hey, you niggas really ended at the best part. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Facts. man. I mean, but, bro, if I'm being honest, to be able, I want to say, like, the dating scene in general, in, like, the last. At least in our generation, I'd say. Not even our generation. Since social media really became popular, the dating scene has, like, hit the fan. Like, it's just, it's more so everybody has a everybody has a general personality to pull from. Mm-hmm. So it's, okay, I see this on TikTok or Instagram. I want my man to do this. But your man work at UPS. He can't give you that Louis back. He can't queen. give you that. So now it's extra stress for an idea that the nigga can't afford. Okay, cool, you get a nigga that can't afford it. Perfectly fine. If you're happy with him, fine. Mm-hmm. But if you're just there to be there, is that uh, is it worth the happiness? Sure, I'm sure for a lot of people, sure that money is definitely worth the happiness. Mm-hmm. 100% taking yourself out of problem out of problems is is worth it. But uh, but wouldn't that contradict your uh, earlier take about struggle, love is not it, though? But is that struggling if you was happy before social media made you think that getting a $3,000 Louis bag for your birthday? I, I when you know that your man can only, he can get you, like, a little vacation mm-hmm. and a couple outfits? I hate to say it, Kings, but if your queen's already daydreaming about that Louis bag consistently, she's out That's of there. That's true. She's out of there. That's because true. she's too focused on the future and not being present with you. No matter how hard you try, I've been there. If you got to no do it, yeah. You'll spend your last dollar and your clothes on your back, but she's already daydreaming about that material stuff. Just log off, King. It's, it's okay. It's, 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 it's walk away. Yeah. You said and done. Yeah. Especially in the A, bro. When your girl wants to leave, you'll know. Oh, for sure. You'll know. Oh, for sure. I mean, ah, it does contradict what I said earlier, but I mean... It's not really struggle love. Uh, it's not you're struggle working love. At, you're you're like, working at UPS, Because, I mean, right? 90% of people are regular people doing regular, regular niggas doing regular shit. Yeah. You feel me? So it's just like, especially here, especially here, we've, there are a lot of people fake. Of course. A lot of people fake what they have. Of course. And that sells a dream, and then it ruins a whole different set of shit. But it's like, okay, what... Would you rather have the nigga who's honest about, okay, I just work a nine to five, not even like, okay, like I don't get paid a lot. Just like, I'm a regular nigga. I work a, I work a nine to five. I get paid 50 to 70. You know, I make decent money or good money virtually, or, you know, the 30 to 50, you know, decent money. Okay. Whatever. Livable ish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fine. Mm-hmm. If that was cool before. Why was it, was it social media that made it not cool? Or was it just, was it the idea, okay, I've seen it on social media that made it not cool? Or was it like, okay, I think I can get this lifestyle, so I'll try to get that? Or is it a what? I think a lot of factors. It all depends. I've seen stories, horror stories about a lack of emotional connection that make a girl want to, or a guy want to, like, sure. go out and find someone who's, oh, you know what? I'm going to be in this bullshit anyway. I'm also be paid for my time, you know? That's true. Like, you know, I'd rather get that Louis bag That's and true. be treated like shit compared to 
patriotic shit and not get paid for it. That's know? very true. The, I, I the dating scene that. has definitely turned to more transactional. I remember there was an era when Hinge was like pure bliss of like this dating app Hinge where like you can meet like people your age who are just right. like regular like the nine to five type of stees. You'll meet that, meet the vibe. You you all connect, you connect. But now, my what my homeboys are telling me is way more transactional now. Like niggas are like really being bold about hey like you want to be want me to be in your life like. It's gonna cost you to play the play the game. And oh shit! shit. And shit, yeah. If the girl's bad enough to, to pull that card, then yeah, she ain't tricking unless she got it. But yeah, that's true. But that just lets you know the mindset of not all women, of course. But there's there's a big chunk of, of yeah, yeah. Right I mean, there's a it's been a big large influence because yeah. I mean at this point they sick of like you said getting treated like shit for free. So they like figured I might as well get treated decently for. A lot of more fucking money. You'd rather cry in a Nissan or in a Bentley. It's like <laughs> this bitch got this bitch might have stars in the roof. I can look up and cry yeah, in exactly. the AC and look up at the stars. And, the and, and eat Nobu after. Compared to damn, I'm sorry, babe. And then you may have to eat a meal four for four at Wendy's. You feel me? Mm. Like I now you shot a box of cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you gotta pick your struggles carefully, <laughs> exactly. bro. I feel that. So I don't even blame women if they, if they choose that route. But once again, it shows once again about the point about struggle of love. It's like, damn, if you have a good heart as a nigga and you see a girl that's vibing, the best you can do is work your ass off and hope that your goals can pop off before her patience runs out. Right. If it runs out, then sorry. That's it for you. That's it. Yeah, that's it for both parties. Straight up, because I mean, like at the end of the day, if that person not happy, that person not happy. And women are more comfortable ever ever saying, all right, fuck this, I'm out. And I feel like naturally, we're not going to be a bashing women co- uh, podcast. But oh, I'm not bashing them. No, I fuck, I fuck no. with it because sometimes when you speak got, the truth, I got eight sisters, brother. Oh, I'm I'm oh, looking God. at them like these, like looking at looking for me. I'm like the amount of times I get, I haven't seen a person who does this or does that. I'm like, this should be a normal thing. Exactly. I clean my nails. That should be fucking normal. Hygiene. You feel me? Yeah. Like hygiene is not normal. So I'm like. For me, a lot of shit that we expect is, is the norm for us. Mm-hmm. But hearing the stories from our friends, it's like, yo, it's bad out here. Like, it's bad. And that's why I say, like, you know, when you sometimes tell the truth, sometimes uh, about either sex, people take it the wrong way. But, yeah. this, but this is the truth, literally. Like, you know, people are taking transactional things. Love is not as a necessity no more. It's more like, what can you provide for me right now? Right. Like, it's, it's naturally known as as guys, we are long-term investors in anything we do. We see the vision of most plans, and we say, damn, it's going to take five years, but all right, this is going to be the outcome of this five years, you know? But for women, it's almost feels like a short-term mindset is like the natural default. Not saying that it's like they do all the time, but they always think of right now how they feel at that moment, emotional based. Yeah. So if you can tell them the sky is blue and they're mad, okay, they're not gonna they're gonna, they're not gonna see that color anymore because they're okay. they're feeling what they feel. Yeah, you know? I see you, I see you, I see you. So, so, you, so, so you can tell Shari the whole time, yo, give me two years, I promise you the plan will work out. But if she's not enjoying that time in the meantime, despite the promised outcome, it doesn't matter. True, but also okay, and I'm, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play women's advocate. But I'm gonna play women's well, advocate like for now. So with I don't know who niggas are gonna be mad at me for this. So I and I know the promise of holding hold me down until I come up. Ooh, the ride or die. You feel me? Or the ride or die shit. It's like a lot of promises are made. Correct. How many promises are kept? Few. You feel me? So it's like. 
what's to say? What's what's that? What's that woman to say? All right, that two years is actually gonna be two years versus. Okay, I could have left you for the the ball player who was hollering at me a year and a half ago, who could have had me riding and paid for my boutique up and running by now. Versus, okay, two years have gone by, he just and, on and we're worse than where we are before. <laughs> he just cheated on me. Now he got a baby on the way. Yeah. Let it burn like Usher. You feel me? Like, love's a slippery slope, man. Uh, it's a slippery slope. One day you up and one day you can be down. And talk about social media, bro. Man. We only focus on the super highs and the super lows of relationship. The super highs is the Louis V, the bags on the bed, the rose petals. We all see those type of pictures on Twitter or TikTok. Yeah. Look what my, my man did for me. We all see the lows of like seeing the text messages, seeing how bad that guy fucked up or the yeah. girl fucked up, you know. But we never see the everyday. Well, we kind of do now with TikTok. Now with every TikTok, yeah. we see it. We've seen, we've seen the blend, but now like it's really like people don't want to see the gray area they want to see the extremes yeah you know what though i think that's social media in general oh for sure because like even as far as relationships of course people even if which it makes it's the it, it's it's the most baffling shit in the world to me when somebody will post something like yo i just got like okay so and so abused me did this that and the other and then the next day we'll post like oh me and me and me and my love or something like that da 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 male or female I'm like bro did you think they, that they can never tear us down I'm like bro did you think that we forgot about that mm-hmm. nigga we was up we all saw it we, we all screenshot it we was up for that my nigga we were, we were like, on the group chats talking about it like my nigga we seen you we seen what happened mm-hmm. we seen what she did to your car cause like you did what to her and she did what that's on you we seen it bro. Then, then two days later, y'all riding in the car together to get Chick-fil-A. Suck my dick. I don't care. I don't care. But it's like the everyday, like, okay, how do y'all, how do you genuinely interact? Like, the okay, we, we're kind of getting tired of each other right now. Like, should we, like, take a step back and just, you know, give each other some space or, like, try to spice it up? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they that shit's never really talked about. So, like... When people take their ideas because they never really had those experiences from social media, now you just thinking, oh, okay, this is supposed to how this is not how this is supposed to be, mm-hmm. and nigga, I seen this in a movie. That's how this goes down. You fucking up the game for me. Mm-hmm. My idea was this, but that was never communicated. You never said what you wanted, what your idea was. It was a, okay. I just expected this to get better. Mm-hmm. It's like it's Fall love potential, you know. Never fall in love with potential. You just said that doesn't know. Never. You, when you see Never. that vision, boy, that vision be Never. Fuck right. that. It's I don't see vision. I see work. Mm. Fuck that. Fuck. I fall in. I fall in love with potential a couple times. Never a fucking game. That hurts. Never again. It's a waste of time. It goes back to that time investment feeling now because now when you fall in love with potential, you're almost like dating someone else than the real person now because. The person right now is currently showing you, yo, these are my flaws, whatever, but you're seeing, like, damn. What they could be. Yeah. Like, you just focus on those sides of the traits. As a result, you're not seeing the... And that's how you become in a toxic situation, shit. Right. Exactly. Because it's like, you're seeing it for what it could be versus what it is. Mm-hmm. And then, at that point, it's just kind of like, you're setting yourself up. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And you don't even, like, you're not, you're not understanding. 
Like, it's it's not registering that you're going to be fucked by the end of the situation. Once again, the like, theme here is emotional intelligence. Not be able to recognize it. That's true. Emotional intelligence. And, you know what it is, too? A main part where people go wrong is ignoring red flags. Ignoring red flags will be the biggest way you fuck yourself up. Because one thing that my mother has always said that has stuck with me, aside from move like somebody's always watching you was because that's that's the main one that's why i'm on like that was aside from doing uh shit i shouldn't be doing like i'm always looking around and i'm always making sure i'm good or where i know i can't get the fuck out of Mm -hmm. i think that's really a shared trauma between black men if i'm being honest of course um she would always say people will tell you who they are you have to believe like, even if it's a joke, even if it's in passing, like, when people say certain shit or they do certain shit and then they react in a, oh, that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. When they say shit like that, you have to take it for what it is. Yep. Unfortunately. Like, because once they say that, then they have the liberty to be like, I already told you this. Or you should have known this already. Or, no one told you to stay here. I've been telling you what I was doing. We're not even together. Mm. That's tough. That's the that's ooh, the that's a dagger. Ooh, that's the, the reminder like yo. That. You're not even my nigga. Ah. Bitch, what you say? Oh <laughs> bitch, ooh, bitch, I can't even talk to you today. After Fogo? <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I was not the bullets with you. What the you audacity. Mean? What the fuck are you talking about? This was two overtime shifts. Man. <laughs> Gone. Gone for no reason. <laughs> you only had a first week was yesterday, bitch. When I hit you? Yeah, and definitely never fall for the trap where you're not even gonna be able to please yourself no more. Ask the person you're dating a toxic person. For example, there was a time where I was neglecting to buy myself things I wanted, Jordans, X, Y, and Z, just so that money could be used for dating, money, and budget like that. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, tough lessons to be learned. But like, always make sure you date yourself while you're dating others. Absolutely, because like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, and this is something that something I've been saying for a while now. You will li- you were born alone, and you will die alone. So the only person in your story, no matter what chapter that you are in, the only consistent character is yours. Mm. And I understand a lot of people do have main character syndrome and they think the whole world revolves around them. That's not what I'm saying. Because that's the worst type of fucking person on earth. The world, the world don't shine out your ass. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Like, you're a normal person just like everybody else. But it's the idea that People can't be by themselves. You know what I mean? Like, the, just to not be able to be comfortable with yourself as a person is nothing but a hindrance on whoever you choose to deal with or whoever you are dealing with, whether that's a family member, whether that's a lover or anything of the sort. Mm-hmm. No matter what, that's you're bringing a hindrance and you're bringing baggage to other people's shit. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, the emotional intelligence ain't there. It's not. So you're dragging all this other shit and you're just reacting to shit and expecting people to understand, oh, okay, I do this because of what happened way back when, when you haven't even recognized that yourself. So now everybody's upset with you and now you're alienated and now you're mad at the world all over again. So then you're going to move cities, find a new friend group, fuck that friend group up, and then do it again. You feel me? Like start a family and then leave them because you don't understand how to deal with it and then come back a couple years later like oh okay I just missed my family I didn't know how to do this and the other now the kids is grown looking at you like what the fuck you talking about the sad part about love is if you're not attentive enough 
pain is gonna teach you that lesson, and yep. sometimes that cost of learning that lesson is irreversible. Yep. So it's, it's rough again, man. Love is a slippery slope. I advise anyone to proceed with caution. That's something that we don't really see enough in media is we see these rom-coms and just, yeah, go in and dive in deep. But like, if, if you're not even aware of your feelings, dive in deep, you're gonna drown. Yes, Because someone who's smarter than you emotionally can now see, oh wow, I got this nigga right where my fingers. Mm-hmm. Vice versa, we know what sex is, whatever. And then they can now manipulate your feelings. Absolutely. And then one thing about love is it doesn't what race you are, which, who you want to fuck. It is universal feeling. Absolutely. So no matter what you say, oh, it can't be me. It might be you eventually. It might be you right now. Yeah. You never know. Man, it is what it is. Love is sticky, bro. But I mean, like, like you said, pain. Pain is pain is. You learn lessons best. Lessons learned through pain stick the hardest. Yes. Like, there's nothing like, like when people say you have to, you have to fail to succeed. It's a similar thing, but it's like in a different. It's just a whole different arena. You feel me? So like, you get heartbroken. You understand. I understand. I don't want to deal with this type of person doing this type of shit. We're doing this or I'll set or this is what I prefer this is how I want to be loved you learn through those experiences right but it's like the lessons that stick with you especially with love those motherfuckers that hurt you the worst boy remember them motherfuckers forever Ooh. especially when you hear that one song that one moment Ooh. <laughs> got you in the wall challenge you know yeah. the, oh dropping the dishes mid Mid drive, you might throw off the road type shit if you gotta be careful, bro. Oh my like, god, bro! It'll bring the, it'll bring some shit back that you haven't thought about in five, seven, eight years. Like, man, don't let that song play in the club while you with your homeboys or if a date, whatever. You in the zone, also hear that one song, boom, whole room turns dark. Don't let it play <laughs> on the way home from the club after you just got turned down. Oof. That that feeling right there. Boy, I feel like a loser. Boy, you be in a car like nigga. What am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. Like, questioning your whole flat, your whole steez. Like, what am I? What am I? What am I doing? Also, you remember how much the check was for that bar tab before you got home? You're like, wow, you just so broke real quick. Like, nigga, damn, gas, gas, three twenty nine. I done spent, I done spent three gallons on the way over this motherfucker. I could have had, I could have had three McChickens tomorrow. I spent, like, I spent fifty on the bottle, and it, they all drank it. I'm not even that fucked up. <laughs> the whole night went to shit. Not a whole week is trash. You going to work mad as fuck on Monday. Monday. Man, do it all over again. Come on now. Weekend next weekend better though. So everything, <laughs> so everything straight. Everything straight next weekend. Maybe next payday. <laughs> Taxes coming. Oh These man, great time. That's crazy, bro. What time is it? Wow, again. I ain't gonna hold you up much. No, bro, it's good, bro. Oh man, right before eleven. It's right, be- time. man, it's about time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Um, like I said earlier, we. This episode's been long enough. We're going to break it down into probably a part one or part two. It's an honor. So we'll drop it probably just week to week, just boom and boom. Um, and if you were serious about what we talked about. I am think I'm serious, bro. Well, I, I Actually, I know I'm serious. All right, man. We'll, right, we'll chop the logistics right, up. Man. We'll make it work. Right, we'll make it work. Man.
Nigga. Oh, come on, bro. Nigga. Okay. Alright. Rigging history. Alright. So, <laughs> we're making history for real. Yeah. Real. Alright, bet. So, this has been the, I guess, the comeback shit, I guess we'll call it. The comeback Pops Podcast. The resurrection. The resurrection. I like that so much better. The resurrection of Pops Podcast. Um, I have been your host, Storm. Man, it's been so long. It's been so fucking long. Um, and my boy Serge, do you have anything coming up? Do you have anything that you want to tell them about? Do you have anything like dropping anytime soon that you want to let the people know about? I'll All right, put them in the description and everything. All right, bet. So number one, guys, we have dropped campaign volume one already. Okay. Out on all digital streaming platforms, five songs, five vibes. You can't press skip. Um, my boy Sunset, he's dropping an album sixth uh, June third called Face and Regulation. Out on all streaming platforms, can't miss that vibe too. The campaign volume two is dropping. Okay. The purple tape in the summertime. More vibes. And of course, me, Six Figure Surge, dropping Vertigo, my own mixtape. Uh, probably be July. But I'll keep you updated for sure about that. Okay, bad. So, so bad. thank you. I appreciate y'all for real. Say less, of course. No, it was a pleasure having you. And, and we will we'll talk about seeing you. We're great, man. We'll, sure. we'll talk about that for sure. Yes, so I'm going to make sure I put your links the links in the description for campaign volume one and everything else appreciate that um oh let the people know where they can find you on social media bet at six figure surge s-i-x the word figure and surge s-e-r-g-e all one for a phrase all i think what tiktok instagram twitter i don't use snapchat sorry not sorry i don't think think anybody uses snapchat gen z uses snapchat You'd be surprised. They love Snapchat. You can do games on Snapchat now, bro. Games? Yeah, you can be on a call with your home, with your friends, yeah. and play games with each other. Yeah. Nah, we too old for that yeah, shit. Yeah, it's only Gen Z. We too old for that shit now. All right, all right, we stop using Snapchat. When do we? When do we as as a collective when the Snapchat died? When they mm-hmm. said when they did the Rihanna shit? I yeah, when the Rihanna shit and they added more stories we didn't want about new stuff. Yeah, and then the ads in the middle yeah. of it. Yeah, that's when it died completely. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Oh. Yeah, so you can find me, uh, Real Name Storm, on Instagram and Twitter. I think it's an underscore on Twitter. So underscore Real Name Storm on, on Twitter, and then un, and then Real Name Storm on Instagram. Uh, you can find Pops Podcast uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Audible, and YouTube. Um, you on Apple, Spotify yet? Yeah, we're on, we're on Spotify as well, uh, and I have to check to see if we're on Apple. So I'm seventy six percent sure on that one, but if so, I'll put a description for everything in. I'll put the description in the description. Is what the fuck I was about to say. That is crazy. The Zaza. I'll put the links in the description <laughs> uh, for everything. Yes, and sir. like I said, I appreciate y'all watching. See y'all next time, man. Until next time.